I started recording, by the way. I'll, really, I'll see if I want to keep that. Yeah, like that. Like that. I'll see if That's I want to keep that audio or not. That's, That's, That's how it works. That's how it be. Oh, did you hear when they were talking about people? Because, you know, Sharice does now. Yeah. They're talking about all the women who have, remember. like, weave and nails and everything. Oh, yeah. And how they're really going to look. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. You heard yours? Nah, bro. This is what somebody posted. Oh, my God. Hey, take it to the beach the first date, bro. Like, <laughs> 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 I don't do JK, my own JK. eyebrows, so I'm about to look real like real soon. I took I took all my nails off because I was like I didn't want it. To be, like where we get stuck in our house, and then I have these like talons like grown out, like those are talons. Yeah, half of it's like the old next gen. The rest, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, she's like, no, I just took them off. I couldn't risk it. So wait, you haven't got your haircut yet? I've got, I got my haircut like. Like two weeks ago, Trey, you got yours cut. <laughs> you see this man? Yeah, I mean, uh, you know what's crazy? Go up there either. You know what's crazy? Here, like my hair's my man lineup still still crispy. He's lined up tight still. Thank you. Even though I, he hasn't got a haircut. I try. That's how his head looks. I try. Yeah. No, I, I, <laughs> so I self-maintain, y'all. I have the, yeah. the clippers. He has a proverbial fire lineup. I myself. Yeah. You know, I, uh, see, now, I, I stopped doing that since I went to the barber. Because <laughs> my, my dad, um, he got tired of cutting our hair. So he made me and my brother learn how to cut hair. And That's we practice on each other. That's fair. And we got good, you know, mm-hmm. to, uh, cut each other's hair. So, like, when they came down to it, he would ask me to cut his hair. Out That's fair. Instead of going to the barber. I mean, those days are over because, you know, we have <laughs> top barbers now. Of course, yeah. of course. But I don't get my hair cut for maybe, like, a month, month or two. That's what I'm saying, man. Because it costs I, so much I, fucking money. I, I swear. The I ladies, I, I, I don't know how nice ladies do it. It's great. Cost for a woman to get her hair. I mean, that's what I, I, I listen. I, do I was just about to say. I'm saying. saying. I'm saying. When I got my hair, I started. I learned how to do it myself. I learned right. how to do my dreads myself. For a black woman to get like dreads done, yeah, is like two hundred dollars. Oh, literally two hundred dollars. Oh. I, I could never I spend that type of money on my hair because it, I don't. I'm just saying, you know what I mean, it's like an eight-hour process. Oh yeah, that's so true. So you're, you're sitting there for eight hours. That's you know true. What I'm saying? My Somebody little sister does hair. Is doing that. It's, I wish I knew her Instagram handle so I could plug it. Two hundred. My little sister yes. does hair. Two hundred dollars. I'm just saying. Yeah. Learn to do it myself. I was like, hey. It used to be five, and I came down here, and they started hitting us with 10, 15, and 20. Now it used to be 15. 10. When I was, uh, when well, I was no, in the land, it was five. It was. Oh. <laughs> Welcome to the Live on Nothing, episode eight. Because you know, <laughs> we're talking about the land. <laughs> It's a tree stump. It's a tree stump when they sit on the tree stump and someone gets a chainsaw. (laughs) 
I'm sorry, I had to do it. Because every time we go, he shows me the stupid house. That's why I used Surrounded to get my haircut. Playground bully. And he's like, that's why I used to get my haircut. I'm like, if you tell me one more fucking time. Years, 30 freaking yeah, years. Literally every time we go, it's that's why I got my haircut, y'all. <laughs> that corner right there, yo. Yeah, yeah, every, yeah. That's where uh, Pookie Ray Ray and Nene. Every time. So I'm right oh, there. These impactful moments. Playground bullies. Indeed. Nah, we're not bullies, bro. We're not bullies. Uh, memories. We're not, memories. We're not even close course, to bullies, Ed. Trust me. I've met some bullies. Yeah, That's real. how I ended up cutting my own hair. Yeah, they real. <laughs> That's factual. Uh, how y'all doing with this coronavirus? Oh, by the way, um, it's Cress. And I realize I don't say my name like more on this podcast. Never. I probably said it once. No one knows who you are. No one knows who the fuck I am. It's just voice and guests. That's right. You introduced everybody else. Voice and guests. Unless you're friends, no one knows who I am. It's Cress. <laughs> K-R-E-S-S. It's like the toothpaste without the T. Not Chris. Not Chris. I went to um, uh, Firehouse Subs today, and lady asked me, what name should I put for the order? I'm like, Chris. Immediately. Chris. <laughs> Immediately. And I'm not, I'm not mad. It's, it's been my life. I've been Chris for, like, the longest time. <laughs> That's why I changed my name. Yeah. My middle name. <laughs> See? Nah, I'm not changing. I'm not changing. I'm going to keep saying Chris until they get it. Because some people hear the distinction. They're like, what was that? Yeah, like, yeah. Ah, <laughs> I see you're a man of culture. Man <laughs> 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 of culture. Yeah. Uh-huh. Listen, oh, oh, I like oh. when they ask me one L or two. Because like mm. they know there's a difference. Yeah, exactly. It's nice when they care. I feel like exactly. one L people are slightly. <laughs> oh my <laughs> God. Stop it. Yeah. Are you discriminating against like one L? The one L. The one L. The one L. Oh my god. <laughs> what? So did you two are trying Mike try to talk as close as possible. Of okay. course. Okay. Because the echo doesn't really help the not me. We have to distinguish huh? our voices. Really? Uh, no. No. Nah, man. There's no. a no. distinction. No. By the way, we have Shell. We have Ed, who's like a background character. He's Shell. not going to talk that much, right, Ed? Huh? Right. We have Trey and we have a special hey. guest. Our um what do I introduce you as? A family friend, um Confidant. International International Woman of Mystery. <laughs> international Woman of Mystery. She's over there like She's Karma San Diego. We have Nicole. How are you guys doing with the coronavirus thing? Like I know I know Nicole works at Carver. Yeah. That was school was stressful when it was happening. I like was sanitizing my hands all the time, like wiping things down with Clorox. My hands started to like peel and stuff. Yeah. So when they, I got hand cream. Yeah. Yeah, It was just so many kids, and you see them doing like. I saw a kid like using a Chromebook and then putting their fingers, like literally sucking on their fingers. 
It was uh, it was gross. So I'm I'm really glad that they. <laughs> That's gross. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, it's like, so, like, okay, so we it's have so a, a class set of Chromebooks that mm-hmm. they would get. Wait, class it's the class set. set? Class yes. Set. Nah, bro. Class set of Chromebooks. I had Corona by now. <laughs> on the last day, on Friday, I told the kids that there was a barrier. I was like, "You guys are over there, and I'm over here." That's how. <laughs> That's how it's Six feet. It's I this really I create I was like six feet and like they but the cool thing is because technology they could like share their work in like yeah, yeah. little docs and I could yeah. immediately edit it and like work with them without having to be right next to them but right. anyway yeah so they take the group the class set of Chromebooks type and log into the class of Chromebooks and I watched her like put her thumb in her uh, mouth no I was like oh Mm-mm. no we're all doomed. No, no, Nathany, why'd you do that? I was was very glad when they decided to close the schools. I know it was stress was a hard decision for everyone, but like, (laughs) oh my gosh. Shut that down. Yeah, schools are a hub. (laughs) Shut that down. Yeah. Yeah, man. Because we're talking about parenting today. What about you guys? What about you, Ed? How's the coronavirus thing going? I right, never mind. I know how it is. Uh, <laughs> never mind. You already <laughs> it's know. The same with me. <laughs> oh, you know, it's great. They decided to close down on um, Fridays now. Starting tomorrow, they're shutting down on Fridays. Like only a few people are been working. Me. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, they will switch off. Like I work Friday, but then I, I have Monday off, mm. and then. Someone else works Monday, and then they'll have the Friday. Cool. You feel me? Yeah. So they're gonna do that now, which is, I don't know doesn't make sense to me, but we just been pushing out laptops for people to have. I don't mind that. And it's choking our um our network. Mm-hmm. So when people work at home, they'll experience like slowness, or sometimes they won't connect as well. So they have to like reconnect, and I'm like, "This is going to happen." We just put like 30 people in the shit mm-hmm. at once mm-hmm. when there was already like 40 people on it. It's going to be over 100 something people. Actually, we have like 180 people on it already. I'm going through it also. So it, the system's going to be slow. Yep, it's going to slow down. So I don't know what they expect from us. I can't make it faster. I can't snap my fingers and get more bandwidth. <laughs> it will be so. When people call from home, like, can't help you, chief. Even though he called the help desk, I can't help you. <laughs> I get you. But I can't help. I can't help. Yeah, we don't make house calls. Don't pay me enough for that shit. <laughs> so, love for return. Know what I mean? Yeah, for me, it's, um, and I hate to say it like this, but like, as a diabetic, mm-hmm. okay, a lot of people are, are diabetic. They don't <laughs> acknowledge yeah. they have diabetes because yeah, yeah, yeah. it's an invisible disease. My dad. It's almost like heart disease where yeah. people, you know, I feel for me when I, when they told me I had diabetes, actually I found out the same day Barack Obama 
Became president. Became president. Is when oh, I, that's man. how I come. I never forget it. Bittersweet. Or I know. What? I found out the same day, and I was like, "Ugh, okay." So I looked up all the symptoms or whatever. But the thing is, it's like one of those silent things mm. that you don't know until like something happens, and you're like, "Oh my god, okay. my legs uh, numb." Yeah. <laughs> I better go outside. <laughs> and walk. Yeah, I better go outside and start walking. Yeah. So like. I am one of those people where yeah. I have the medication. Yeah. I take the medication, yeah, but, but then I read something about it and I'm like, it causes yeah. cancer. Let me stop taking it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Everything causes and yeah. cancer. So like, mm-hmm. I'll stop taking the medication, but then like, my arm will go numb. And I'm like, it's a side effect. So, side so, effect. <laughs> uh-huh. I should probably take I my medicine. <laughs> probably take my medicine. <laughs> so I start taking it. Take and the then like something happens, I'm like, oh, this is this is diabetes. But I think that's how people see the coronavirus. Mm. You know, it's a silent killer. Yeah. And when it hits you, you're like, wait a minute. What do you mean I have it? Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. that's how I feel. Yeah, now. people are asymptomatic. Yeah, you know I, I see people yeah. and I look at them and it's so sad to say this. And I'm, I know Edward and I talk about this all the time. I'm very judgmental yeah. with other people. Yeah, facts. And I, I can look <laughs> at them and I go, you got the corona. You got the corona. <laughs> I can just tell you got the corona. You got it. You got the corona. Yeah, that's dangerous. how I feel. And it's like the, the, the silent killer. I'm like, yeah. you might have it. I, sh- I, can't I don't know. It. Yeah. I don't know if I should shake your hand. I don't know if I should. No. Elbow bump, maybe? No. 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 no, no a case of everyone thinks they're the survivor in a horror movie. Yes, it is. Because you just don't think they're the first one. A trip, Dude, die, going yeah. to the room. The other day, I mentioned someone's name earlier. Yeah, me and that person standing there, and I looked around. Trey wasn't there yet. <laughs> I looked around and I saw who was around me, and I was like, "Hmm, who am I gonna run to that has a weapon?" Number one. Yeah. <laughs> We can survive together because we both know who to kill. Yeah. <laughs> because you have to kill certain people. There's yeah, some people that's in the a call that that's they fact. will hide yeah, the bite. I, yeah. I'm wearing a walking dead shirt right there you now. Go. You gotta be ready. Like, you gotta be ready. I fully, yeah. I, I'm like Rick Grimes, like, what, like season seven? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He just started wow. killing, he was like, yeah. yes. they had that guy in that town, and he was like, <laughs> yep. we have to kill this man. Trace oh, it's crazy, I'm not even like, talking about it. Yeah, yeah. I laughed, I laughed weirdly, so I'm not, I don't got the road. That I laughed weirdly. I was <laughs> hit him in the head. Water came through the, the throat. I'll drink some water to prove my innocence. Hold on. You like, <laughs> at him? I almost hit him in the head. <clears throat> I'm, I'm I speak sexy. better now. I'm all right. I swear. Yeah, but You're that's how I'm dealing with yeah, yeah. I'm dealing with coronavirus like I'm dealing with diabetes. Okay. <laughs> I know that sounds wrong, but I am. It's like the silent killer. Mm. And I feel like it has to really like I got I like see I like tangible things. I gotta see Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I can't it makes it see real. it. And I feel like if I can't see it, y'all are in danger. Yeah. 
<laughs> not you. Not me. Y'all are in danger because I feel like y'all should not come around me. Mm. And then the ones that do come around me, you look like you might have it. Nah, we're not messing with you. Yeah, I, I, I can't talk to you. Nah, I feel you. And there's some spitters in the world. Oh. Talk, regardless. Yep. Yeah. Oh. And I, I know those people. Spittle flies. And they Ugh. spit, and I see them. I don't talk to those people. Actually. And I can't talk to them close. Yeah. Cut them off. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I don't yeah. even call them anymore. Cut them hey, off. How's it going? <laughs> Ellie's hand, arms, distance away. Just hold that. Yeah, yeah no, no. This is you. No. No, it's fine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. 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 Sure, sure. Yeah, you just like yeah. constantly move yeah. between a table and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> more than arms length. Yeah. Like, hey, I'm trying doing? to see you around this pillar. No, 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 the pillar's fine. Don't worry about it. I like the architecture here. Yeah, it's, it's nice. Adds to the conversation. Don't I worry about a, it. Uh, I knew a spitter in middle school. Mm-hmm. I remember his name too, but I knew a spitter in middle school and. He smelled bad too, so oh, no. it was just like a double whammy. Mm-hmm. Double whammy. This man, I would always try to avoid him, but he always like find me. Mm. I'm like, fuck, because shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, got I'm me. like, yo, hey, <laughs> buddy, I'm like, yo, yeah, what's up, bro? You tell me the most useless shit. <laughs> I'm like, bro, Dylan, get out of here, bro. <laughs> <laughs> No one knows who it is. You <laughs> never know. Edit. There's mad. Edit. Yeah, edit. Say whatever you want because he'll edit. <laughs> if I decide, done, 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 done. You know what? I gotta listen to some. Of the listen to the episodes. I've said some things. <laughs> I got. I, I, no, no, I got I you last know. episode you. when you told me to take out. <laughs> I told, no, this is what happened. So this week, I told like three people because mm. they were like, "Hey." Can we meet up? And I'm like, nah, I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's my excuse for not meeting anybody. anybody. Right, I'm right, doing right. a podcast. They're like, really? You do a podcast? Yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's every Tuesday. Or the other person yeah, was, yeah, it's yeah. every Wednesday. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. And so, like, yeah, yeah. they'll ask me, how can I? What? I'm like, it's, it's on Spotify. Yeah. Then I think to myself, like, oh, but they're gonna see a different side. They're gonna see a whole side of me. Yeah. Oh, you know what? But it's my person. But I tell them, I said, look, I have a personality that's different from work. And I I switch over. I and I you know how to explain it? I say Mm. when you come to the festival, yeah. And you see me in that role, yeah. Like that's a whole different role, yeah. And then I come here, and it's a whole different, the whole different role. role. Like you can't, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I say some stuff. You know, I was, <laughs> I, I say was, some um, stuff. I was at work. It was like not end of the day, and we were leaving. And it's usually the two of us that like um, close up. We leave last, so we were leaving. And our, our CIO slash director is uh, still there. We were talking to her, and I guess I forget what she she said. She made some joke, right? And then my um, my coworker Kevin is like, "Oh yeah, I mean, you know this man has a podcast." She's like, "Really?" I'm like, "What the oh, fuck?" Is yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, God, I'm, 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 why you like this? Like, yo, there is a 
limit. Yes, I'm gonna mess around and get fired in this bitch. Some shit I said at home. Yeah, man. Like, come on. Good thing she didn't ask any further. I'm like, yeah, Excellent. yeah, yeah. yeah. And I just walked away. <laughs> walked away, man. I'm done. Nah, I can't do it. I don't tell everybody about this. I don't tell none of my coworkers because <laughs> if I tell them, they're gonna want to listen. I'm like, nah. Don't worry about it. So I wanted to talk about um, parenting and how like it's changed throughout the years because I was on I was on Twitter and I saw like a lot of people who were parents saying, "Hey yo, get these kids out of my house!" Like they don't want to like stay with the kids in the house. They're tired. They can't do it. Why they close the schools? I know, like. <laughs> I know our help this coordinator, he had to actually take a day off like impromptu because they closed the schools and he had to figure out what he's going to do about his son. Like he couldn't just leave him at home by himself. I don't know how old. I think he's like 10 years old, something like that. He couldn't just leave. So first of all, this brings up the first conversation brings up is how important school is and how um, <laughs> underappreciated our teachers are. Because they're caretakers of your kids for like, who's, what, seven, eight hours of the day? Mm-hmm. Yes. Talk to them, Nicole. I, Tell them. I arrive at school at 8.45 and there's already children there and there's children there until Come on. 6 o'clock at night. Yes. <laughs> yes. So they're, the tech, they're caretakers for your kids, like, majority of the day, right? So I saw all this shit about, like... Take the kids back. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Open the schools. Figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. <laughs> figure it out. We gotta make it work. This this time period is for every parent who's ever sat in a parent teacher conference. It was like not my child. Yeah. My child whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, now you with your child all day, yeah. every day. Yeah. Five not just two days. It's like the weekends are for parents. The rest yeah. of we have the most of the time. No, no, you're with your kids. 24 hours a day, oh, seven days a week. Yeah. Now, I promise you, yes, Johnny did. Yeah. He yes, did. he did. He did Johnny it, is capable. He did. Yes. He did. Yes. Parents know their they, they, they like that. They are like that. Yeah, yes, they, they are. know they're rude. Parents but know. It's the same way. I don't, like, I don't know if they know, man. I, I'm sorry. No, they know. I, I, I think... I wanna I want to believe that they know they're rude, but sometimes I think that sometimes the parents might be so oblivious to their own crappy flaws that they are also oblivious to the kids' mm. flaws. Because it, it'll be the same flaws as the parents. So they won't notice they projecting. that yeah, that they're projecting and then the kid gets to school. And of course the kid will never act that way in front of their parents. Right. But they'll get around their friends. You know what it is. And then that's how they respond that's my to what point. happens. Parents you know? know because they know how they their kids act when they're around them versus right. around other people. Right. They do. I know my, again, going back to my nieces. Yeah. Eric and Shelby. <laughs> yeah. Eric and Shelby are like the perfect kids. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Around me, yeah. <laughs> but then when yeah. they go somebody else, yeah. you're like, hearing yeah. things. They're like, look, um, this is what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I, I will say they're like the perfect kids mm. because they're 
perfect to me. Right. But I'm sure other people might go, man, you don't know what they do. When yeah. You know. And also yeah. teachers and like other uh, uh, guardian figures can't really discipline the kids. Yeah. Like the different. parents can. Yeah. It's different. Yeah. So the kid know what it is when he go home and act up. You feel me? Not necessarily like getting beaten or anything like that. But, but any form of punishment. Any form okay. of punishment. Okay. No, that's wait, something wait. that's changed. That's Hold new. Hold on. That's new. Right. No. I know. We'll talk about yeah. that. Some I know. kids definitely still get beat. I, I, I don't yeah. know. That's yeah, I know. That's yeah. definitely uh, yeah. Yeah. I've had some funny conversations. Yeah, they're probably yeah, yeah. black or hate. Yeah, that hilarious. <laughs> We're talking yeah. about hilarious. Yeah, not Wait. home in school. In school, uh, yeah. 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 are you serious? Mrs. We used to get White. paddling in school. Oh yeah, yeah. there was a time. First of all, you know what they call a oh, corporal you know punishment what? or something? Yeah. No, it's not corporal no. punishment. Jesus. Capital, capital, capital punishment. No. It was capital punishment. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I used to get it like a mud truck. We used to go into the um the the dean's office. Yep. On the desk, literally, paddle. There were handprints. Like someone sat there and drew Bruh. a hand on the mm-hmm. desk. Bruh. You put your put hand, You put your hand. Yeah. Yep. In the the um the print and bend over. Yep, it's over. And it was you ever seen um what's it's it called? One, two, um, or three strikes. Cricket, the cricket. Yeah, paddle. oh, it was like the cricket paddle. It was like a cricket paddle because oh. I you know in Jamaica we do cricket. Yeah, it's like a cricket paddle, yeah. and that you bend over, you get three paddles, five paddles. Yeah, or uh, that's how it was. the tire. Um, Tire iron? Tire, a tire iron? The rubber tire oh, rubber. No, we didn't do that. Nah, the yeah, we used to get Miss nah. White used nah, to whip me with that. fetish thing right there. Must have been the land school fetish? The little oh my whip it thing. No. I, I don't know what that, that is. That's a crop. I'll tell you what, though. A crop. Right crop. What. Um, my, my mom, she used to go to Catholic school. They did the ruler. Yeah. Yeah. My dad, they, they had to go get a switch. That was what they Oh, yeah. welcome to the South. Yeah. Oh, welcome to the South. That was Louisiana, right? Switch. Oh, yeah. yeah, I don't know what that is, but yeah, yeah. switch. Um, when I was uh, when I was younger, maybe about fourth or fifth grade, maybe about fourth grade, third, fourth grade, um, I had to go to school in Haiti. I don't know if I told the story before, but I had to go to school in Haiti. And in Haiti, I don't know why I went to school in Haiti. It just kind of happened. My dad just shipped me, my older brother, and my older sister <laughs> off to Haiti. And we went to school there for like a semester, right? Okay. And uh, in, in school in Haiti, you mostly learn French. So... I was with this um, lady whose name is Madame Fleurette. I'm sure she'll never hear this podcast. I don't know where she is now. <laughs> but Madame Fleurette was like the manliest woman I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> she had chest hair. She had a goatee. Dang. What? I shit you not, bro. Strong. Okay. Go T, right? And, <laughs> and in Haiti, capital punishment still existed. So what we did in the mornings was all the kids gathered in the courtyard. And then when it was time to go in, we would sing the national anthem. And then we would say a prayer. And then we would go to our classes every morning. And we would go to the classes. And 
when whatever whatever time she decided, like if someone fucked up, everybody got beat. <laughs> she pulled out the ruler. Everybody held out their hand, and it's yes. like one or two. Oh and she was, she was like really feeling it'd be like a four. Yeah, four slaps. Um, that must have been in every Caribbean country. Oh, for sure. I got come on, thing. for sure. Yeah, yeah but we sat at our desk and we held our hands like this, and yeah. if you hold yeah. your wrists, yeah, I don't know why it helps. It really doesn't. But we would hold our wrists like this and squeeze. Oh, and to kind of to kind of ease the pain. pain. Yeah, yeah. We would sit there, and it would be over your desk. And yeah, you would have to sit there and we'd be ah, yeah. like waiting for it to come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was but I remember there was this one little girl. She was probably the smallest girl in the class, but she was the biggest brown noser too. And she would yeah. like, man. And she would, the thing is, uh, she had this like small, cute voice. I don't know if it got to the teacher, but whenever we all got in trouble, she never got in trouble. And I was a little pissed about that because I'm like, I don't really go here, really. Like, like, what the fuck? Bias, you know what I mean? A bit biased. Just this is bias. Quite crap. And there was one kid who would always pee himself whenever, like, it was time for everyone to get pee. Oh my god! It would be like it'd be like uncommon child abuse. No, for sure, child abuse. Are you kidding me? No, it's hundred percent even in Jamaica Dude. we had like punishment like that yeah. yeah and it wasn't where first of all if you complained oh, oh you know, ain't no complaint GG you Game go over. home and get it worse yeah 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 cause then they tell you they tell you your mom's yeah, your aunt, your at mom that time it was my aunt and my uncle nah man that shit sucks and the thing is all the kids like Oh, because my brother was in a different class than me. All the kids were like cool with us because we were from quote unquote Miami, which is what they think America is just is. Yes. <laughs> yeah. When you say you're from like America, America they don't, yeah. first of all, they don't call it America, they call it foreign. Mm. Foreign. <laughs> so foreign. in Jamaica we call it, oh you're from and when I, when I was there like you're from foreign or when Pauline was here and I was yeah. in Jamaica oh they would pick on me because you, your mother they are foreign yeah, 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 yeah. Like, my mother was here and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it was like oh you you know you're from foreign and then it was the exact same thing yeah it's the same I don't thing know why every country but the thing is I would never want for food because they would always ask me stories about Miami and yes. I would just tell them and they would pay me in food Dude, <laughs> even though like I had money Miami was America yeah it was America like, yeah. In, in the Caribbean if you say you're from like this was America, early 2000s yeah too. if you're from America and it was I know it was earlier than you but even yeah. when I was growing up yeah if I was like, yeah, my mom's in Boca. Yeah. They don't know where that. They don't know what that is. Then I would say Miami. No. Oh, yeah. Yeah. She's in Boca. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There. No. <laughs> you got it. No. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. But I remember that time in my life when I went to school in Haiti. I learned a lot of my friends there. 
Don't get me wrong, I still learned. It's, it's just sucked because <laughs> I was getting beat for no reason. Yeah. <laughs> I was a good kid. Like, yeah, that's not right. I was yeah. a good kid. Nicole, would you say you had a good upbringing? Yeah, I think I had a good upbringing. I was very sheltered. Mm. Um, but yeah, overall, my upbringing was really good. My parents did a lot of like stereotypical family stuff with us. <laughs> like we went on vacations and went to Disney World, and no, it was very peaceful. Generally, looking back on it, I mm. feel like it was a good childhood. I was very sheltered though, like. My mom would only put on um, 88.1 Way FM on the radio. Way FM, <laughs> God. Which dang. is like the Christian radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember. My mom is like really, she's yeah. like really religious. Um, and so I went to middle school and it was sixth grade and we were in class one day and this is back like, there was like the radio, there was, we didn't have, with, with CD players and like, tapes were still a thing like mm. we weren't yet in the iPod and Apple Music stage but um, she asked like oh uh, does anybody have any radio stations they want to listen to and these kids started yelling out all these radio stations and I was like what? Y'all know I didn't even know. And like so I got in the car. My mom tells me like to this day this is one of the moments where she felt like she was like a bad parent. Like she felt like she had failed as mm-hmm. a parent because I was so poorly adjusted. I got in the car and I was like, Mom, can you believe there's other radio stations? <laughs> Besides oh, 88.1 YFM. Like, and she no. was like, What have I done? Yeah. She what was like, oh, Yeah, sweetie, there are. And I was like, Isn't that crazy? Like, I never knew. Oh, <laughs> no Like, yeah. She she felt so bad. I don't even remember. I don't remember saying that. I remember that day where yeah. that happened, like in the classroom. But I remember. I don't remember getting in the car and saying that to her. But mm. She told me. I definitely said that. Nick, she felt like a bad, uh, bad mom. Dang. I think I was a little sheltered. Not think. I was sheltered. I was sheltered because, like, I couldn't have any friends over. Because when you're younger in a Haitian household, it's just come home, uh, clean, eat, homework, read a book, clean, eat, homework, read a book. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And I couldn't have any friends over. I couldn't go out. Like, if I ha- if I wanted to go anywhere, I had to have the PowerPoint ready, ready to go. <laughs> PowerPoint ready. <laughs> With the my five paragraphs, you know what I mean? Oh, my God. And I, yeah. like, if I even ask my, like, here's the thing that, that like, sent me. Because when I'm older, I think, I think about this now. Like, they want me to do well in school. They want me to do all this great shit. But the support is very little. Like, can you come to this prayer teaching me? I ain't got time. I'm tired. I'm tired. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. I'm trying to join this club after school. Who's going to take you home? How you going to get You want me to do well, but you're not helping, Chief. <laughs> so, 
<laughs> I don't know what to do. <laughs> I did. I did extra. When I was in high school, yeah, yeah. then I then I was able to do some stuff. Yeah. Because <laughs> you, know well, you had a, like a driver's license, you could take. Well, yeah, yourself. that, and also I could take care of myself. Yeah. You know, take help. <laughs> so yeah, it always bless the extracurricular uh, curricular like, activities in high school, man. Like those were like yeah. Those were revolutionary. They were just great, like, be, be, like great friend building. Yeah, here I remember. Here, no, like, I remember Trey when because he's been gifted since second grade. Yeah. Oh, he's gifted. All right. And so, mm-hmm. Tra- yeah, he's so special. Mm-hmm. Special. Mm-hmm. Just so <laughs> smart. <laughs> so Trey was get this in second grade, and then the thing is, when he got to high school, yeah, he's like. I don't want to be in good anymore. Listen, exactly. That was so heartbroken. No, 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 because we talked about I this. Tried so <laughs> hard. No, 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 because we re- no, no. The reason why, because we talked about this yeah. uh, last podcast, actually. Yeah. The choice was ROTC or IB. Yeah, exactly. And the, those are the choices to me, um, bro. I, I like love military things. Like, yeah, I yeah. think they're awesome. I love the aesthetic of military. I thought it was dope. Both of my parents went to the military. Listen, blame my parents. They're the ones who hype me up on like <laughs> everything has to do with like fantasy and military and sci-fi and space adventures and space marines and like firefights and we've got to do it and superheroes and heroes yeah, and explosions. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so RTC was awesome because not only that, crap, well, my friends were there. So like IB was neat, but when my choices are really dope behind experience that is an aesthetic I love mm-hmm. or yes yeah, so you're going to do more work <laughs> that's what you're going to do it's going to be great for your future but you're just going to do even more, more work, work. Okay? Yeah, fact. Um, it probably won't be fun but it's going to be more work that's, yeah. that's what we can hey ensure I, you're, we're so different because I would have without doubt chosen IB yeah, and my, at without that point, hesitation like at that point my, I would have chosen IB too yeah, so yeah. But that's just me. Thank oh, you. Yeah. That's just me. No, Thank I feel you. you. I already used. I, I, I ended up in RTC. Did he with you? you? Did he tell you that he made it? He he actually All got right. accepted to Citadel. Okay. Oh, word? Yes, he got. Oh, see, gifted, gifted. They wow. were like, "Hey, read this book to come into the next semester." But like, he got Scott everything. Yeah. Oh God. So, wow. He didn't go to Citadel. I'm not mad at you. Make I still have the paperwork. Bro. I look at it sometimes. <laughs> I, look at it. I look at the paperwork. Oh, wow. I look at him and I'm like, Listen, I'm so sorry. You failed me. I'm like, all of it. Like, all of it. It's all right. I expected it. Wipe from my eyes. It's all right. I expected it. That's right. Exactly. That's what's going to be. But it's I mean, okay, like, there, it's not for I, everybody. I, I made the life choice of what that's neat and great and dandy. And <laughs> you look at who is going to like graduate from Citadel. What happens? They usually go into the military. That's yeah. great and dandy. No, you can be a senator. That's great. Awesome. Uh, I guess that's, that's awesome. Well, my man's not into politics. I wasn't in politics. It don't matter. I was in politics. It don't matter. I wasn't in politics. He would have been groomed. I wasn't in politics. That's how I don't know. I that's how it works. Just trying to join the military. That's how you, life works. Michelle's over. Right. She's like, I am the Senate. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Groom him. 
I am the government. Girl, him. Oh, man. Sorry. <laughs> That's quite all right. Plan our takeover, but no. <laughs> no. Don't worry. I knew this was going to happen, Jay. Don't it's worry, okay. bro. I expect it. It's okay. Yeah. I'm oh, over it now. I'm yeah. over it. All right. Was, right. I'm over it. They throw away it's the okay. paperwork. It's okay. I keep it for... Nostalgic purposes? Yes. Of course. Uh-huh. Yes. You never know when someone goes, was he really accepted? I oh just pulled God. out of Yeah, chest. bitch, I'm not lying. Yeah. <laughs> yes, exactly. Have you been asked that a lot? No, <laughs> no, no, never. How often no, are you asked? No. Never. <laughs> oh Random stranger. Hey, the tree go to get me. <laughs> I heard your son got into sin. <laughs> well, yes, he did, actually. Why well, yes, I said I have the certificate in my purse. If you'd like to know. <laughs> right here. What about you, Ed? Do you think you had a good upbringing in the land? <laughs> Why did you add that? <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh so hard. Actually, yes. All right, okay. Yeah. Tell me about Dude. it. Dude. It was five kids. Here comes this. That's a lot. We were close. I, yeah. mem- I remember you showed, us, three you showed us uh, your house. Yeah. Yeah, was, yeah. I mean, I don't know anything else. When a child raises up, remember your parents know the outside world. We didn't really know the outside world. We grew up in that environment. Facts. Yeah. The friends, the hanging out, climbing trees, falling down, getting scars, what a man was, what a woman was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? Getting wet. We didn't have a pool. You call it getting wet. I I never... Something else. Yeah, no, we all were okay. My mind went somewhere else. We didn't have a pool. We didn't have a pool, so you take the water holes and go in the back backyard and you wet each other and play sleazoids and hopscotch and do you think yeah. do you think you had a hard childhood then? Yes like no. as compared I, I to think, no? I don't think I had it I, I can't compare it because you only have one set of parents. Mm. So uh, um I'm I'm blessed with what I do have. Mm-hmm you know, my mama was fire and my daddy was wisdom. Mm. I wouldn't give them up for anything. So, you know, if I got to lay it out, I didn't have it any, in my mind, I didn't have it any harder than the next kid. Right, right. I mean, of course, we had extreme stuff, but I'm quite sure that other children have grown up with trauma. Yeah. But if you remove that trauma, as long as you have family. Yeah. You were able to cope and deal, and that was your world. So I'm not as close to family as most people probably think one should be. Like I'm cool with my brother and sisters, my mom, but I don't. I don't know. Like familial love is different for me. Like mm-hmm. I don't like. I don't know if I would die for a family member. You feel me? So you know, they say blood is thicker than water. Not always. That's not always true. I'm just saying but, the people who like I don't know had like Hitler, Dahmer in their family. Like they're probably not 
gonna totally <laughs> always vouch for them. Yeah. In every regard. They might right. not be proud of like you know, humans. But, you know, even though they're extreme examples, but still like yeah, the people there are there are people toxic who are toxic yeah. and pure, yeah, period. they're evil or to seeing the good. But I mean, seeing see the good in their child. Oh no, yeah, no, no that's no, fine. Like, well, no, it's, it's, yeah, that's like, fine. It's like parent to child. That's but, different. If it's like cousins, uncles, that's it, what I mean. It like, doesn't even have to be like I guess. Like I said, toxic, but it doesn't even really have to be. Like some people just don't bond with their family. Like, yeah, they don't fit in or. Nah, I didn't bond, true. and I'll yeah. tell you why. Very true. I didn't bond because I always felt like the odd man out. Like I was real. I was the most emotional in like all of my siblings. I have four siblings, two half siblings, right? And uh, I'm I'm the middle child because I have two older brothers, and then I have two. Older siblings, I have one older sister, one older brother, and I have two younger sisters. So my smack dab in the middle. And I always felt like the odd one out because I was always the emotional one, the more cerebral one, I guess. I didn't really act out in terms of like um, impulsiveness. I was thought about the things I did and how they would like impact me. So I never took too many chances. So I was I was a real cautious kid, but I was still a kid. Not me. I still got whoopings. Dad wasn't gonna be like, "Oh, you you cerebral, bro. I'm not gonna whoop your ass." No. It was still. Oh, I mean, you use your brain. Yeah, oh, you're all right. <laughs> so, <laughs> you're all right. So like, so <laughs> all right. Let me tell you, this. when we were um, when we were younger, and our parents would leave because my dad used to take frequent trips to Haiti. So when he would go to Haiti, let's say it's like Sunday night. When he would go to Haiti and my uh, mom would go to a church, we would have like a small house party. We would invite like maybe like 15 people over. We would like um, turn up music, uh, all that jazz, everything, right? I was the only one that was not involved. I was in my room the entire time. <laughs> like, it was my yeah, older nah. brother, my older this sister. Is not for me. Like <laughs> it wasn't. The social interacting was just like too much. I felt drained just being around them. Like just going to get some water in the house, all these strangers in my house, ass shaking, random dudes. I was just, it wasn't for me. <laughs> I, I relate to this heavily. Yeah, like parties that. give me extreme social anxiety. Extreme. Like sometimes it's very difficult if a party is very large for me to like stay it stay there. Like I have to like mm-hmm. isolate with like a group of friends. Otherwise, I just don't. I can't. I, yeah, I don't. Just, have a good time. just too much yeah. crap happening. Like I'm closer to my yeah. friends than I am to my family, in in a way. So I also felt like the odd one out. There wasn't. There was a period where my my dad was feuding with my mom, and like they um my dad created this nice little cool room inside the garage. We like split it up into like a room. He had created that room and had like a nice TV and a couch and like a little refrigerator, all the cool shit. But I wasn't allowed in because I have two stepmoms and he was with my mom at the time. But I wasn't allowed in because I was like the blood son, you know. So I was so even more than I felt like the odd man out. Yeah. So I'm not as close. And I think um, as I got older, I felt the I felt the value in family more. But I can I've gotten a little bit closer. But I, I wouldn't say I'm at I'm that close to my I'm more closer to my friends. Like I'll confide in my friend more than I would like a family member. Like if they ask me what's wrong, I'd probably beat around the bush. But like you wouldn't understand. 
from like mm-hmm. years of like you know what I mean yeah. <laughs> you would from like years of just like growing up that way so I don't know were you close to your siblings ago yeah like, I, my brother is like my best friend in the whole world. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah so I cannot relate on that yeah, yeah, yeah we we're roommates right now and like this is the first time it's just we've been roommates pretty much since I I moved out for like eight two years on my own and then he moved out and we ended up becoming roommates and we've been living together ever since. So this is the first apartment that it's like just me and him. We've always had like another roommate and it's really chill. Like we just hang out all the time, play video games, talk about life. Like that's my, that's my dude. <laughs> what about you, Show? I, I know you're close to Sharice now. Have you guys always been like, like, um, like close? Sharice has always been my little sister. Yeah. And she loves that title. Yeah. So <laughs> she looks like the older one. Yeah, I know. Here. She does. Yeah. She calls me her big little sister. Oh, yeah. So I have on my father's side, I want to say it's nine siblings. Mm. However, I just talked to one of them. Get out of town. Yeah. And Sheesh. I talked to him, um, you know, holidays, stuff like that. He, he'll call me. Yeah. And he called me randomly. I didn't answer the phone. I didn't know who it was. Yeah. No and strangers. I, yeah. When I finally answered, I was like, hey. He's like, hey, little sis. You know, I'm like, I'm like all right, bro. <laughs> all right. So, I mean, if someone asked me, though, like my, how many, you know, sisters or brothers I have, I'll say Sharice. Mm. And I don't really like the half sister brother thing. Um, I count them as family, right? But I don't see them as siblings. I mm. see them more. I I, I want to say I, I relate to them more as a cousin. Oh, you know as that makes were sense. Cousins, you know what I'm saying? That makes sense. Yeah. So, like, Sharice is my sister, like no doubt. Yeah. But like when I was in the military, Sharice wrote me letters all the time. Like I kept all her letters. Like that's my little sister. Yeah. Fat you know? shout out to Sharice. Yeah, Sharice is like my friend. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So I I do love her in that way. And and growing up, it was me and her, and then our parents, and I was the stepchild, mm-hmm. and she was the child of both parents. Mm. So growing up, to me, there was some you know resistance. Um, and then my stepfather had another daughter mm-hmm. who would come visit. So I was always, I felt like I was always the odd man out. And then um, that was like growing up. But as we got older, now all three of us are sisters. Right. And I consider Celeste my sister more than I do my actual siblings. Which is weird because now that my you know my parents got yeah. divorced, but like me and Celeste aren't really even related. Yeah. But I still say that's my sister. You know? I can relate because we yeah. have a cousin that's lived with us nearly her entire life. And yeah. she's like a sister to me. Yeah, yeah. 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 For so, sure, for sure. Yeah, that's like that's No, we can relate. Thing. But we always, you know, like growing up we had a nor I want to say like a middle class family growing up. Mm. And it was kind of I guess in high school, not high school, middle school, um, like our family was, and, and just from what I know from Carver, but back then Carver was on the other side of town. Mm, so yeah, the old, old Carver. Carver. Yeah, so yeah. We were, we were kind of, we were like the bust in students mm. because we lived on this side of town. And so we were always told like, get off the bus and go into the school. Mm. We could never leave the campus. Yeah. And so there was like this candy lady. Oh God. This is when I learned my lesson. Like candy lady. <laughs> She lived, Anybody like, named Candy Lady? Yeah, right. right yeah. Sounded, <laughs> sounded dangerous, man. Right? 
like across the street from the school. And so like I chanced it one time oh, God. to go buy some now laters. Yeah. And I got beat up. <laughs> oh, oh my God. Wait, hold on. That's, I'm sorry. Hold on. More that details took a left needed. Turn. More my, details needed. That's my lesson learned right Jesus. there. That took like, a left turn. I just want to clarify. Did the candy lady beat you up or other no. kids? <laughs> okay. Oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Because they consider you from the good side of town. Oh, I got you. I'm like, there's no good side of Delray. Yeah. What are you talking rough. about? Yeah. Delray is Delray. So yeah, that's and that's when I learned like, girl, you can't get off the bus over here. That's you crazy. In the school. Like, yeah. That's a whole nother conversation, but whole nother conversation. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that was my lesson. And Sharice, it's funny because no joke, the same people that beat me up, Sharice were friends with them. <laughs> of course. When she got over there. That's like, funny. Hey, you remember yo, let me tell you something. My man's ashy, right? Because we have people who meet, we made not just a person who made friends ashy. with. That's right. I'm glad you had the clarification because yeah. at first I was like, "Is my friend?" Mm-hmm. Oh, my man just telling like, about how ashy he is. Like, <laughs> he literally yeah. got. Does he just name never be ashy? But I, I know who Ashley yes, is. Yes, yes, that makes fine. sense. That's right. But Ashley, he likes to, <laughs> he likes to reconnect with these old people who nah. we were friends with, nah. quote unquote, but fell off like a long time ago. But I wasn't. We weren't that close, G. Like, I don't want to reconnect. There's nothing to reconnect there. Edward does that. Like, I don't want to no. reconnect with these people. <laughs> Wait, you want to. Because there was no, a time no. in your life where you oh, were yeah. cool, and now things have changed drastically. Yeah. You are no longer part of my life. Like, invite yeah. them to your house, you get robbed. I feel like I'm going backwards. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Nah, nah. Nah, don't do that. Don't do that. Trey, go ahead. Go. With what? What am I doing? No, I was going to ask you, do you feel like an only child? Do I feel like an only child? Yeah. Um, I have two half-sisters, and I... I'll say that uh, be, because I am like, I don't know, I was raised technically like an only child. Yeah. Like, I get what that means, but like the same way you were like, oh, yeah, you know, friends were that connection for me. I will not, I cannot say that like, oh, I I will trust and rely on my friends more than my family. LOL. I'm yeah. rely, I, my family, <laughs> I'm yeah. alive because of them. So yeah, I, yeah. I, you know, I cannot relate to that right. completely, but I understand it. Yeah. But um, besides that, no, as a kid, like, yeah, I was the only kid, but like I had family everywhere. I had a crap load of cousins and a lot of really cool friends. So I never was like alone and felt, right. who am I? <laughs> what am I? Where? Who? Are other people truly there? Like, no, like I could contact people. I get it there. If I needed to talk about something, I would just play a video game and they could also then talk back to me. Mm. Um, or I would just play a video game at home, which got me in a whole world. So again, like I, I, and I'm an artist. So like I was able to entertain myself in the downtime. And then if I'm not alone and I then have friends, oh, cool. I'm able to hang out with friends. Mm-hmm. So at no point have I ever felt like a full on distancing from the world where I don't know what I'm doing, who I am, or like, what yeah, friendship yeah, yeah. is, what connections are, what relationships are. I never felt like an only lonely yeah, child, yeah. you know. I, I was an only kid, sure. Yeah. And yes, I have my sisters and yes, they're there, but they also didn't live with me. So I right. didn't I wasn't raised alongside them. Yeah. I know they're there. It's a little different. And they are my sisters, but I was raised as an only child. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Ed, did you um hold on. Nicole, what's up? Yes, um? I was going to ask you if you feel like if you wish that you had a sibling to grow up with in the same house. Um, <laughs> so I, I stay, stay cracking my parents. So I'm like, oh, like literally my, my dad will like walk by my mom. Be like, oh, hey, how you doing? I'm like, oh, so you guys are 
trying to make another kid. Oh, that's what you're doing. Oh, that's what you're doing. brother. Bro, I'm like, I'm 26. And literally he'll be like, oh, hey, Sean, how's it going? I'm like, oh, you're thinking about another kid, huh? I see that you breathed a certain way. You must be thinking about another child, possibly. That was a baby breath? <laughs> that was a baby breath. I see you're thinking about your brother or sister, possibly. Excellent. Oh Super great. I'm always down for that. Like, I, first of all, dude, I'm a teacher. And in general, like, I, I love kids. They're adorable. I, I love, like humans growing and like knowing that we can nurture them to make them better humans. Like that's a great thing, mm. but it's even more adorable and awesome. when you have that connection with them and like, like a sibling connection is just a great connection to have. Like, no, it's not impossible to have a connection like that with just a friend. Right. Right. Obviously. Yeah. But it's pretty dope when you do know a sibling from birth no, or facts. when you have like seen them be born. Yeah. You know that you are related to them. You know, you have family connections, you know, you guys, can be like that and then you grow up and you're like oh crap you're yeah, still awesome you have a lot you're things still to relate friends. to exactly yeah. you guys automatically are just going to be good friends yeah facts. and then like nicole said when you do have a sibling that you really are close with that you completely a thousand percent can trust and be comfortable with like and y'all like y'all don't have reasons to like have serious arguments you guys know you right. can just play around and like yeah. get something done and accomplished because no. you've worked with each other for so long that's great to have i feel you that that the connection that would be created by have if I had had a sibling like yeah, that, yeah. that connection is awesome. But yeah. like I have that with a lot of really great friends. In my so older so age, I'm like mad about it. <laughs> in my older age, I'm probably closest to my brother, mostly because we kind of grew up a little bit of the same. Yeah. But ironically, he has the better career, but he was the more wayward child. <laughs> That's funny. I know he was the more wayward child, and I was the more like in, into like like cerebral. I always read books, all that jazz. But he was like, he had a whole gangster phase, <laughs> like hung out with the wrong people. Ooh. But he ended up with a great career. <laughs> and he's doing well. So it's weird. You can turn it around at any time. Anytime. Yep. I wish I, I don't know. I don't know when my time is coming. I need to turn it around. <laughs> it's not happening for me. Right. Do you guys know like anyone who was like raised the same as you? Because if you, if you talk to any Haitian kid and you tell them one aspect about your life, that same shit happened to them. Any Haitian kid, any like Caribbean kid, the same thing. I feel like the parents have like a coalition and they all just <laughs> had it came together and they're like, yo, this is how we're gonna raise the kids. Like, I won't even lie to you, man. Like, like I confer. Like I completely can see how that might be a thing. My parents are an extraordinary exception to all that. Like, <laughs> so like, like literally, like very, very, very different than what would be anticipated of when I when people are like, oh my god. What are you? Well, first of all, dumb black. So it's not really a lot of options there in America usually. But my whole mom's side of the family is Jamaican. My whole dad's side is just, yep, classic American. Yeah. Okay. So when that happens, they're like, oh, well, that can't be all that. Cr-. First of all, my mom went to Navy, but also was like the hugest geek ever. And then my dad went to Marines and also the hugest, hugest geek, geek ever. ever. So then like combine these factors into like just decades of that being a thing. And that it's just not normal. I guess. Sorry. I shouldn't say that. It is a normal upbringing, but it's not a what would be expected upbringing. Yeah, 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 yeah. you know. But still, I'm, I'm still here. I'm still personally. Really we're still parents. Like yeah, it doesn't feel. Yeah, yeah exactly. But your parents are cool. Like that's what I'm saying. Like, it's, like I, I had to figure that. out about fantasy on my own. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah, that and, is. And I, like comics. When and parents are like, "Hey, come see Lord of the Rings with us." That is integral yeah. to yeah. how a child grows. Or, um, hey, we're gonna go see Saw, and we can't find a babysitter. 
F it. Come Let's on, go, bro. bro. Yeah, like, yeah. Right. like that changes no. how a child like cares about movies, you know? Like they, when yeah. they're calling child protective services yeah. right now. Grand Theft Auto. Like know, when yeah. you get Grand Theft Auto, like dude, if a parent's alright getting Grand Theft Auto, because yeah, like yeah. if you have a sibling who can get it for you, you have to hope and pray they have parents who are cool enough to like get it. Yeah. And then also like not make it weird to play alongside you. Like, like bro. It's very easy for a kid to play Grand Theft Auto and be like, oh my God, I'm killing people. Yeah. Ooh, I'm killing people. Calm down. You want to have people like normalize just having a fun game, not I'm killing people. Calm down. Okay. But we have parents who are like, bro, you get to drive a car. You get to literally fly a plane. You get like practice doing everything. It's a cool, crazy game. Like, that's dope. Here's freaking Oblivion. Here's like these dope games where just like expand your mind, have an open mind. Here's D&D. Dude, when a a parent says, hey, here's D&D. That is yeah. so influential because mm. there's plenty of parents who are also like, that's a devil's worship. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> that's a devil's game. You know, like, that's a huge yeah, difference yeah, yeah, in yeah. you know how a kid will grow when they mm. see their parents act that way. There's something to be said about constricting the imagination of the child when they're young, especially because of how uh, how parents are. I don't know what their religion are or how they were uh, how they were brought up. Yeah. They weren't brought up with that type of freedom. So that they, that they now think that's the way to bring their kids up. To also restrict that imaginary freedom or yeah. that imaginative, you know, uh, thought process. For me, I didn't have any games growing up. I'm, did I have any board games? I don't know if I even had board games. Me and my siblings created games. Like we had like a rap game with, you know, the, the whole like, uh, mm-hmm. the hand games that they play. Mm-hmm. It's Mary Matt. So it sounds like I was like raising a slave farm, but I wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> This is my parents never really spent money on like yeah, games or like like I didn't see a PS anything until I was a solid <laughs> sixteen, and it was like a throwaway. It was it was a um yeah uh not GameCube uh not GameSphere uh, Dream, Dreamcast Dreamcast it was a Dreamcast that my dad got from his boss. I guess she was like tossing it out. He's like, yeah, I'll take it. And he gave it to us, and this was at sixteen. Wow. <laughs> A strong 11 years ago. Yeah. It was a Dreamcast. That was like my first system. I had like a PSX, which is the PS1 for those young (laughs) casuals. (laughs) But I had a PS1 and I didn't even have any cords to it. I had to find cords or I had to borrow cords from my neighbor. And also my neighbor, who's like just across the way, I used to go to his house all the time to play games. Or I used to go to my homie Paul's house to play games. Mm-hmm. Just to like flex that imaginative gene because I, I couldn't yeah, do it at home. Yeah. That's integral. Oh, yeah. You gotta be able to like, use yeah, that. My parents always they gave me books, but they got us a PS1 too, which was See? integral. Yeah, that was integral. But like I know like the first time I watched like The Lord of the Rings, that was mm. with actually our friend Brandon's father. He showed us that. And he showed us the dark crystal and so like wow. a lot of like fantasy mm. stuff was like actually was not from my parents just they, they got a PlayStation because yeah. my dad used to like to play um I guess what was it? Sega? But uh, no, that's Sega. Sega, yeah, yeah, Sega. Sega Dream. Yeah, Pass, so yeah. okay. So he used to play that and he liked it when he was so, like and so he was like when they mm-hmm, saw the PlayStation mm-hmm. was coming out, he's like, Oh, the kids might like this. Like I used to like to play that. Yeah. And then we did. I played Frogger and like Spyro and Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Frogger, I still Yo, have, I'm telling I still you. have my Atari. Word? Like, the original yeah. Atari was Does it Frogger. work? Do you know? Yep. Air Command, like yeah. all. Of oh them. no, dude, yo, we got one of those. Um, Trey has one. like the uh, the emulator Atari system. Oh has, really? Like, oh. All the Atari but, games. But on it. aside from that, I have. But the actual Atari yeah. also, like, yeah. legit. Yeah. yeah. Dang, that's like, hard. For me, though, it was. It, I think for me, like what changed for me was when I, um, well, if you're from Delray, you know where like Stop and Go is. On, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. By Congress, so yeah. 
we lived and where Atlantic High School is now was mm-hmm. our neighborhood. Oh, really? And the city did like, mm-hmm. was it called eminent domain? Oh, they took, that shit? took our neighborhood. Yo. And gave every family like some amount to go buy another house. And they tried there. that with us. Yeah. And so when I was there, I used to walk from there. Most dangerous walk ever. Yeah. Along the bridge, Atlantic Avenue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. To stop and go. Wow. And so I used to buy Conan comics. Conan. Conan? Yeah. Conan. They used to sell them in the little stop yeah. and go. And so I would so go lovely. there and the guy would always take my comic because mm-hmm. he knew I was coming. Yeah. He'd always take my comic, wrap it up. It was like right there waiting for me. Nice. So that's how I started reading. And then um, that was my childhood growing See? up. Play with my GI Joes, play with my, <laughs> my um, Glamour Gals. Like that was my childhood, and I would play by myself. Sherry mm. could never come my room, play with my stuff because all, and I still have all my stuff. Wow, still have my GI Joes, still have my Glamour Gals, and I was gonna give them to my nieces, but nah, nah, mm. nah. <laughs> you y'all a house full of I hoarders. Can't do that. Yeah, I can't do it, man. <laughs> I just keep it. So I don't know. Yeah, dang. You know what? I um, you said because you mentioned reading. It brought me back. I hearkened back to um, a time when I was in first grade. Harkened back. That's strong. And does, it, does your head hurt? Strong book. Harken means to look back. I know. I'm I'm just saying. Okay. <laughs> wow. He didn't have to use that word. Yeah. My man is. Uh huh. Yeah. He's nah, acting like he's doing a poem. Listen, my degree is going to come in handy one way or another. <laughs> it's going to work. Too gosh, darn too it. much goddamn buddy. <laughs> um, but I remember when uh, I was in maybe first grade. I think I told the story, but I remember when I was in first grade, my um teacher came. That's when the teachers made house calls. And she came to my house, unannounced, by the way. <laughs> she didn't tell me she was coming. <laughs> she came to my house and she uh, sat down with my parents and she brought me like a book. And she was telling my parents and that, and I was like in a shower. So I couldn't really come out until I said, one of my, I think it was like my sister or something. Like, yo, bring me, bring me something to wear. <laughs> I'm pull up here in my towel. Like, hey, teach. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> But she sat down with my parents and she told my parents how great of a reader I was and what, what level, like a fifth wow. grade level. I was like first grade. I was reading, it's like super high. And she brought me a book and she was just singing my praises. My parents, that means, oh, my son, dummy smart. You know, Tahitian parents, you know how to read, all this stuff. And the teacher's telling good shit and it's cool. I didn't get any reward. It's just like, good job for doing your job. <laughs> <laughs> good job, job for doing good job. Cool. You know what supposed to do. And, she um she brought me um it was a 38 book set of Winnie the Pooh the whole series she brought it to me like on the bus I was leaving and I guess she had gone to her car earlier and she brought it up to me on the bus I'm like oh snap thanks son and I never like I never read the entire thing but I read like pieces of it <laughs> I read pieces of it but that was when I was into reading and like I remember I had a book I think it was like a a Goosebumps book, something like that. It was some mystery Goosebumps. book. Goosebumps. You remember that? It was some mystery Goosebumps. book. And I had borrowed it from, um, this was fifth grade. I was, bo- I borrowed it from my, um, class because I was reading it and I didn't want to like stop reading it. So my teacher's like, if you bring it tomorrow, you can borrow it. I'm like, bet. Took it. I didn't even eat dinner. I read that entire book the whole night. I was sunk in it. I'm in telling you. In the night. This is when I was into that shit. Bro. I used to read by a nightlight. Oh, was in it? my what? room. Nah. Yeah, my mom, my parents would get angry because I would be tired in the morning. And at first they couldn't figure out why. And then they realized that I was reading by the nightlight in the yeah. room. <laughs> so then they used to come in randomly in the middle of the night and they would see me by the nightlight. And they're like, get in bed. I used to cannibalize books. Like, I mean, yeah. like, I just like went yeah. straight. Walk the room. Let me tell you, when I you're reading books. a good book, yeah. I would be driving and the book is on my steering wheel. Yeah. Every time I stop at a stoplight, I'm like, mm. read. Yeah. 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 
I would wait. I, as a matter of fact, I wouldn't even try to look at the light. I wait for them to blow, blow the horn. Yeah, they have to blow me. <laughs> me to that didn't sound right. And you and those you yeah. were talking about earlier, they blow their horn for me to drive off. Yeah, not a pickle. Yeah. Or, like oh. Harry Potter. That yeah. was a big one. But that, but that goes back to what I was saying about flexing that imaginative muscle because that's what. Help me. Yeah. It was the books because I can imagine everything in my head. Yeah. And it was probably not what the author was writing, but it was what I saw. Oh my God, yeah. You know, so the book or whatever it was I was reading. And by the way, the Scholastic Book Fair was probably one of the greatest things that happened ever. of all the time. Thing ever, bro. I, no, I don't do they still do that? Uh, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. At Village Academy, they did it. They do. They do. I mean, it might not be the same, though. It's not the same. Well, like, because I used to order like little spy packs it, out of like, the magazines. Because there's just so much more awareness of like, um, poverty and like inaccessibility to those kind of things they yeah. don't have stuff like that anymore because the kids that can't afford it yeah. like just stand there you know what i mean yeah. like, see that was poor yeah what the hell yeah but you know it's like hard expensive yeah, yeah it is more back expensive then now. your parents need five dollars and you can yeah, get yeah, stuff yeah, yeah, yeah but yeah. now five dollars won't get you shelby's asking like, for like auntie can i get fifty dollars i'm like yeah for what? What? what for like well, a three hardcover book is like yeah when yes. I got the the Game of Thrones books hardcover, it were like thirty or forty bucks. Yeah, those things are damn. Dude. You got yeah. the Game of Thrones book. I have all all of them. Yeah, the Game of Thrones. Oh the yeah, they're book. sick. The fifth one is like, yeah, I read it. <laughs> the Scholastic Book Fair was fire because I always used to use it for like the little magazine. Where it had all the little shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was cool. Yeah. All the knickknacks too. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I, was, I probably pay like four bucks and get it in like a yeah. week. Yeah. And get my little spy kit that broke in like two days. Yeah, I used to have a spy kit. No, heck, dude. Heck yeah. Your parents gave you yeah, money? Yeah, my parents gave money. Your spy parents always had to give you money. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah that book was fun. I'd like have to beg my mom for money. Yeah, all the random little. That's yeah. My telescope, I got into astronomy. I was in love with all the I spy books. I got a lot. Like, I was, you know, right now. I spy was so. Dude, I did everything in my power to find those random books where it was just like 30 pages of hundreds of items mm. and they would just say yeah find these things beautiful. like it's a beautiful. lot of them are so pretty because the yeah. they would get like little toys and make whole scenes of like little miniatures or like yeah. dice and like play sets or they would do a, a beautiful like wooden room mm. and they'd have like little toys sitting about the whole room or like sections of room yeah. you'd flip the page and it'd be the same exact room but a different picture of the room mm. different items to find in the room it might be the same items but in different spots of the room there are beautiful things I mean, yeah, i'm a very yeah, visual yeah. person so like those books to me, oh, and Guinness World Record books. Oh, Again, right. just to like see, I love those. Uh, just to see <laughs> cool things like that were just so great. They had those like opened up in the library. Oh my god! Like just the, Bro, some of the so you could, like books ever. scroll through it. Those are some of the coolest books. That and the Atlas. Oh, never went yeah, through. If you, if you ain't yeah, been searching through an Atlas, world, like yeah, encyclopedia. At least that one. all of those were addictive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, dude, it's, it's just cool when it's. A, the collection of like humanities. Yes, lines. you know that's so cool to see that. Back when I liked to read. <laughs> now I, I only listen to audio. So I listen to podcasts, audio books, stuff like that. If I have to read, my eyes get tired. And this is a book that I want to finish reading for the life of me. I keep losing it every time I fucking buy it. <laughs> the book is like 12, 15 bucks. A, piece, a pop. Like, and he bought it like five times. Bro, oh I keep losing the book. I'm going to buy it one more time. <laughs> one more time. <laughs> I'm going to buy it. It's one, done. Because I want to read it. I don't want to. I want yeah. it's no, one there of my are some books, books like that. Mm-hmm. I have to read it. There's a book that just it. came out, um, Ambition. I love Ambition. Mm. Right? And I have to, like, I just, I have it on audio, on Audible, but I want to read it because I feel like there's some, I know the character's voice, how they mm. sound to me. 
know what I'm saying? Yeah. And when I get an author or the, the, the narrator, or whatever, and they're reading, and I, I just don't like it, right. yeah, I feel like I have to. It read ruins the book. The book. Like, it does. You're not making I'll the book. You're not doing it justice. So I have yeah. to read it because I know how I want them to sound. Yeah. And so I read it because I read it in their voice. In their voice. Yeah. That's I know what you mean. Yeah. So Ed, let me ask you a question. What do you think was like one of the hardest parts of parenting in your time? Keeping him safe and alive. Mm, yeah. Like there were t- okay, I gotta tell you the scariest moment for me and Edward. I don't know if it's for him, but for me and Edward together, yeah, was it was over at the Delray Plaza where um kind of what is it where pub there's a public game style. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 there, it's yeah. yeah, yeah. Now. Used to be EB yeah, games. Used to be yeah, EB games. Yeah. So yeah. there's a store in there, but it, it back then it was like Marshalls and all those other stores. Yeah. And we went one time and we had Trey. And dude, when I say like my heart had to recover because I almost died, I called the police. Like Trey was missing. Oh man, missing. Mm. <laughs> and I never forget Edward. Imaginative. He was like going to bathroom. We were I don't done. Any of this. Yeah, we were done. And and I was stopping everybody. Yeah, I was looking in people's. Have car. you seen this seventy six three twenty six parking lot? We went and I sent Edward to the bathroom. Yeah, they were like maybe he's in the bathroom. Yeah, come to find out. What happened was, oh God. this kid was in the bathroom and got scared because people kept coming in, calling his name, and he didn't know who they were. Oh, I'm trying to be a good kid. Man. Yeah, so he's to be a good kid. He was like he kept he was holding his legs up, yeah, and hiding because he didn't know. Who yeah, they were. and he's like, none of them were you. Yeah, so I, I feel you. <laughs> I'm just I was trying to be safe. I feel you, stranger danger. I was I was like dying. Let me tell you the hardest dying. part about being a parent is loving someone yeah so much it is it freaking sickens you yeah <laughs> you, you love your yeah. child so much you can drink them and eat them and bite them and chew you just love them yeah. so much you can't compare it to anything you yeah. know like you got your core family you got cousins all yeah, of that yeah. but we your children you just love them so much it's and, different and, and it's it's like no one can explain it. Yeah. You just, you do feel that I will die for my child. Mm. Feeling you, you do feel it someone and you can't explain that. it. Yeah. Someone said and it the other day. And then through time, the process of life, the realization of something you love so much, letting it go. Mm. Letting it go. Try to explain that concept to my mom. It, it's often the mothers. Yeah. Yeah. It's often the mothers. For the fathers, we start trying to accept it around uh, 15, 16. It's usually harder, definitely on the mothers mm. because of the nurturing thing and our major program is protecting. But yeah, like she said, I I still remember when we were riding fast and the oh parking tray fell off the bike. So I almost okay. lost my goddamn at, mind. I, I was losing no, my mind. Yeah. At Quiet Water Yes. Oh, <laughs> fell off the bike. We were riding and um, I, Trey was riding. <laughs> we it was like his first time without training wheels. Yeah. Dude, he oh, you never, thought you were different, huh? Yeah. <laughs> he, tried to ride fast. Press, he never rode a bicycle. He never rode a bicycle. Oh, we we completely took bicycles away. <laughs> never again. He you you don't bicycle. want because we he's so he's a part of you. Yeah. It's like, like when Trey fell, I've never seen Edward. Run! It was like you know when the firefighters are going in the building. Yeah, that's how Edward was. Yeah. Edward literally 
threw everything down and like he was gone. Trey was up in his arms. The bicycle was kicked out the way. I'm like we walked uh, away from that? the bicycle. Yeah. The yeah, bicycle yeah, yeah. was the enemy. I really was not that. It was like some scary bruises, but like honestly, for me, you always grew up as this protector and. I love very few, yeah. but I love very, very hard. Yeah, very that's me though. You yeah. know, I got my, you know my core best friends, and I don't make friends much. Yeah. You know, I got my family, you know, like that, mm-hmm. and then my children. Mm-hmm. And I, every parent, they say they children, they children, they children. And when you're displaced from it, you just don't understand it. Yeah, when you have them, mm. you. It's, it's tough. So someone said that to me when they they it was yeah. their um I don't know if she said it was her nephew or something, but she has no kids, mm. and so she loves her nephews and nieces. Right, and so like something happened to them and they were hurt, and she literally ran over and she picked them up and she was like, "Oh my God, this is what it feels like yeah. to have a kid." And she, to have a kid, and yeah. she told she told me that. No joke, this past Saturday. Oh, see? I saw her and she told me that. She's like, Michelle, I realize what it's like to have a kid when this happened. Mm. And one one thing I heard, I don't know where I heard it, but it's, it's and I never forget it. And I heard it right before I had Trey, that having a child is like taking a piece of your heart yeah. out. Yes. And letting it you, go you, off you by itself. Take a piece and, of your heart. How do you mm. how do you do that? Because you know, like that's keeping you alive. Like, are you willing to do that? Mm. You, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm. I see. And so, like, that's how I that's I've never forgotten yeah. that. In my, like, I it's like you separate your heart, but it's still beating to keep it's still you alive. Yeah. Like, you, you don't want. That. No, I feel you. you don't want what a lot of us do is screw up. Yeah, it, loving your child is so difficult because you, whatever your child is. If your child trip fall, you want to jump it away, take all the damage from them, yeah, so that they never get hurt. Like snake poison, you want yeah. to it out. Yeah, like, you know, yeah. if, if your child do something dangerous, or they decide to do something dangerous, you're like, "Get out of the way, I'll do it." <laughs> you jump off a cliff. You know, you just want to do all these things, and and we often as parents, yeah, do this so much to an extreme, yeah, you keep forgetting that, like Daddy grow. said, Pearl, let the boy learn his lesson. He's got to grow. And you, you, you got to keep telling yourself that, yeah. even though in your soul yeah. you you felt that's a lie. But no, <laughs> I want to no, you know? no, I'm going to tell you the the reason that is the reason I feel the reason that is is because like I even talked to Pauline about it, and you know me and Sharice grew that's up. That's Pauline. Yeah, me and Sharice grew up eight years apart, and so as my little sister, like I love Sharice. That right. like love love Sharice. Yeah. And when Paul when I got older and I left home. And Paul, you know, back then we didn't have yeah. cell phones. Yeah. You know, we had a beeper. And yeah. Lucky, you know, <laughs> yeah. That was it. And so there was, you know, you had a recording. And if you missed the call, you just missed the damn yeah, call. That's it. So like Pauline was telling me how, you know, when I would call home, she would just talk to me for hours on end. Mm-hmm. And I never understood, like, can I just go? Yeah. You know, I got stuff to do. And yeah. she just wanted to talk about everything that happened. Mm-hmm. And so I think for like raising a child and everything, mm-hmm. you kind of look at them and you go, I just don't want to make this. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I look back at what Pauline was telling me. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> you know, I, I don't want that. Yeah, to you, you remember when you were their age. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, and then yeah. you see them at a certain age too. Mm-hmm. Like I always see Trey at a certain age, mm-hmm. no matter what happens. And yeah. I know it's wrong, well, yeah. but like I see him, at, <laughs> I see him at a certain <laughs> age. <laughs> I do not see him at ten things. years old. Yeah. <laughs> no, certain things he does, mm-hmm. and like he, like he was like washing dishes or whatever. And I look at him, and I go, "Man, look at those cheeks. They're so cute." <laughs> and I just fall right back. I'm like, "Oh my god, he's so cute." <laughs> I'm going to get the girls. That's why I can't stand next to Trey, bro. Yeah, even she's slow, bro. Edward is like, I'm going to the room and and watch him sleep sometime. That's weird, Ed. It is. That's not parenting. No, that ain't. Yeah, it is. Technically, it is. You know what? I used to, I was so protective. I would sleep with him on my chest. Yeah. Like this here. Yeah. And I would trust, like, no one. Mm, no one, no one you know, and then you know to see him grow. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But then again, yeah. I remember sleeping on my daddy's chest. I felt I it was natural. I want to crawl up and sleep on daddy's chest. Yeah, yeah. I still you know, I'm yeah. like <laughs> mirror right on the top. Look, <laughs> you good? <laughs> you good? Yeah. What's up? Like, you good, man? Just yeah, but, make sure you know, I'll, be, I'll be touching his foot. Yeah. and then he rolled. I'm like, okay, he's alive. And I go back out. He's like, <laughs> Trey does sleep like really like dead sometimes. Yeah, listen, bro, My man, dumb tired. Thank yeah, <laughs> you, bro. I'm just tired, bro. Just trying to survive, bro. Trying to survive. Yeah. Parenting is doing when we need to swap our roles. Yeah, from yeah. being active and taking all this from. To our place of being the wisdom, but right? It it's, it's swapping yeah, our it role. It's yeah. hard to, because you have one child, yeah. And and not to sound mean, but a lot of the times when Trey does something wrong, in my mind I go, okay, he's the only one. There's nobody <laughs> no one else. to fall back on. Yeah, so I might as well forgive him now <laughs> and just try to move on. I can't check him. I can't. I can't be like, well, Bob is here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Slapping them and kissing them at the same time. <laughs> like, cat. <laughs> yeah. You, see, when I was yeah. in um, when I was in college, my mom would call me so much. Lord, <laughs> so much. That's my baby brother, right man. There. She would call me all the time, and it would be nothing. She'd be son, how are you? I'm like, I'm good. So like, eating them, yeah, yeah. It's like okay. I'm like, yeah. It's like, all right, all right. Thanks, mom. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Every time. Can you send me some yeah, king crab, mom? Crab, crab. Send me some crab, but please. One thing I never did was I never ignored the call. No matter what I was doing at the time, I'd either yeah, call back yeah. or feel pick guilty. It up. I would, no, I wouldn't feel guilty. I just know I the did. position that she's in. Yeah. Even though I'm not a parent, I can understand that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of me being a parent, I was in a position of. What? What? Uh, Excuse me. Hold on. Excuse me, Chris. Relax. We explain ASAP. What's going on? Listeners, I'm equally surprised. It must have sold us in the middle of the plot twist here. Okay. (laughs) I have a son. You're supposed to be so. He already has a son. He already has a son. My God. Slow down, man. You better turn that microphone off. No, no, no. So I was in a position where I could have been a stepfather because I was dating someone who had a child. Okay. For like wow. a couple of years, right? And one time, the uh, child, she actually looked at me. She's like, you know, you can be my stepdad, right? And I'm like, strong. I'm like, cool. How do you feel about that? She's like, I don't care. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I don't okay. care. All right. So honest. All right. Sweet. Thanks, man. I'm glad I'm loved Thanks, here. Man. But I, I never felt the pressure to be that child's parent, quote unquote, because the mother always took that um, responsibility away from me. Like, I never babysitted. I never did anything for her, and it, she never let me do anything for her because she wanted. I she just wanted to be the parent. I'm like, do your thing. I'm not gonna tell you. Nah, let me let me be a, a pseudo stepdad. Like we're not married. 
You know what I mean? So that was just a position I was in. So I can understand like my mom's position, my mom's position too. So I never ignored her calls or anything like that when I was in college. And I, I always like checked in. The only person I never called again was my dad. And he's awkward because in his older age, he's trying to get closer to me. I'm like, nah, <laughs> it feels weird because he never did this before. So I don't know how to adjust. Like he found out um, where I work. Not like I was hiding it for him, but he just never knew where I worked. Yeah. So he mm-hmm. works like across the street, right? Because he's he's doing like AC on these new buildings that they're building, and he was working across the street. And then I walk out. I'm like going to the other building to live in like a laptop or something. And he walks out, and I see him. I'm like, oh my, oh snap, what's up, man? Like you working over? He's like, yeah, you work over here. I'm like, yeah. He's like, you come here every day? Because it's <laughs> like West Palm. I'm like, yeah, man, no, we're here, here every day. Because <laughs> I guess to them that's a long drive. It's yes. in like it's in like West Palm is like a thirty, 30 minute, minute thirty thirty five in the morning. Yeah, in the morning if it's yeah, like no yeah. traffic, it's like twenty minutes, right? True, true. So he's like, you come here every day. I'm like, yeah, yeah, for sure. And then just talk. And I know my dad is proud of all of us. He just doesn't know how to show it because every time like someone new comes up or someone else comes up, he's like, yo, this is my son. This, mm-hmm. uh, this is my daughter. This is my son. He does this. Oh, he works there. He's proud of us. He just never says it. Hmm. But one time, uh, he texted me. At work, it was like almost twelve. And he's like, "Yo, you want to get lunch?" First of all, he spelled lunch wrong. <laughs> and oh. I, I, I spelled it, but I I, I commend him for texting. But he spelled lunch wrong. But he's like, "Do you want to get some lunch?" And in my mind, I'm like, "Well, I take lunch at one o'clock, and it was almost twelve, right?" And I'm like, "I know I could ask my coworker, yo, let me take your lunch and let me go have lunch with my dad.'" But I'm like, "Nah." Nah, I never felt, nah, I'm not going to have pull, lunch with you. The tug, the pull. I'm not going to have lunch. I'm like, nah, I take lunch at one. He's like, oh, word. I'm like, yeah. He's like, all right, next time. I'm like, all right. And it felt weird. I'm like, I, I don't want to have lunch. What are we going to talk about? Like, what are, I, I'm not close. You know what I mean? You know what it is? So you don't want to get just, your hopes up. Nah, it's just, not, I don't think it would get my hopes up. It's just that it's uncomfortable. Really? Awkward? Yeah, awkward. Super awkward. Even being cool with him is awkward. Because he was mm. never the cool dad. He was an authoritative figure. Okay. I mean, he was a father. He's a he's a disciplinary. You know, when you do something wrong, it's like I'm gonna tell your daughter. You know what I mean? Yeah. (laughs) So it was never we were never friends. There was never that friend aspect. You can't try to build it when you're like 56. If you ask my sister, she would tell me to turn the other cheek. I'm like, yeah, I'm real emotional, bro. It's not it's not gonna work that way. So it was different for me. My mom was more of a friend. To me, like, I remember a period where I was out of work. I had, like, sprained my foot, and now I, I got laid off. It wasn't working at Jersey Mike's. I was glad I got laid off. I hate that place. <laughs> but I sprained my foot, and I got laid off at Jersey Mike's. And for, like, a solid two months, I couldn't find work. Like, my hair grew out. My beard grew out. Like, I was so, I was depressed. This was the first time I, like, I couldn't find work. And like the grays in my hair got grayer. (laughs) (laughs) Bro, I aged straight up. That's right. I aged at like 22. Change, man. (laughs) And so my mom, she always gave me money to like, I think it was the summer too. She'd give me money to like go out and do stuff, like no matter what it was, because she knows I'm having a hard time. David Wells kind of had that kind of pseudo bond. I mean, like I would talk to her before I would tell my dad anything like personal. My mom, on the other hand, it's easier to take her to things because she acts like everything's brand new to her. Like, if I take her to the movie, she's like, oh, we go to the movie. Oh, I <laughs> but, you know what I mean? But I took her to the movie before. <laughs> 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 and she never really, she doesn't stay awake 
like through the movie. It's like to go to sleep every time <laughs> she sleeps through the movie. That's like what I took her to Spider Man. Be like that. Now that's what I take her places. Yeah. She always says she wants her kids to take her places, but she never want to try nothing new. So <laughs> it's just like backwards. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so in my older age, I'm trying to to grow, teach my parents things, but also trying to like get away from them because I don't want to. Cause my mom still tries to baby me, but I'm like, mm, nah, it's good probably because I'm still at the house. It's easier that way for me financially. Boy, I tell you, some of y'all had it wrong. Kicking your kids out at 18. <laughs> y'all had the wrong idea. That's wrong. Yeah. But she still tries to baby me. And I feel like she tries to make me the man in the house, but that's not my role. Correct. So I don't want to be the man of the house. You know what I mean, so right now, I, I'm fine. I, yeah. As the kid. Yeah. I can do these things on my own, like things I try to do on my own, like laundry or something like that. Or I mean, or going out. So all these things I try to do on my own. And I know she, she sees that I'm like growing and she sees that I'm like a man. Has she so, accepted it? I don't know that she has. It's hard. I don't know that she has, but their course though, like yeah, as a parent, I think they all have the same the same thing. Because I know, like for me and my sister, it was very similar. Mm. Um, Because Cherise got married, and it was the same thing. Like my mom always cooks. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And to this day, I'm like, you cooking? (laughs) (laughs) Unsaid hierarchy. Oh, don't get it wrong. She can still cook. It's fine. You can still cook. What what you cooking? You know, yeah, I, I'll come over. I'll come pick it up. But to be fair, even now, I, I kind of don't want it. I'm tired of eating <laughs> the rice. <laughs> the <laughs> rice. The rice. Oh, oh my god! I'm tired, bro. Yeah, when we live with grandma, bro. That's what that yeah, was. Yeah, when I moved out, I was like, I am never cooking white rice again. Bro, yeah. white rice daily. Never. Nah, daily. I have a bag of white. I went rice to quinoa. Right like it's been in my fridge for. Bro, you gotta try the couscous. Man. Six months. Mm, couscous yeah, is so good. See, when I went to college, I rarely. Cooked white rice. I learned different maybe once or twice cooking besides white rice. Nah, I you stopped cooking to, rice. To, man. Yeah, there's there's so many other options that like once yeah. you start figuring out there's other options. I started eating brown rice. They're, this, dude, they're the same texture, same texture, same, texture same like what it fills on your plate. Yeah, it fills the same slot. Same man. thing. Yeah. Same thing. I think it's Caribbean people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just convenient. It's easy to grow. No, or rice yeah. is a filler. Yes, yeah, a good easy filler. Okay, the difference between a Caribbean restaurant and American restaurant. When they put rice in your to-go thing, right. yeah, it's the side rice, rice is in the small thing. Yeah, oh, true, true, true. Yeah, yeah. It's, the Jamaica, it's the whole thing. Oh, the whole shit is, is rice. Yeah. Like, yeah. I'm just like, yeah. That's yeah. overdone. That's way too much. I know. The thing so much here, rice. All right, let me tell you something about rice, Ed. Rice is easy to grow in, like, um... Everywhere. In bulk. <laughs> it's, it's easier to grow in bulk. That's bulk, the word yeah. I look at. It's easier to grow in bulk, and you can, um... It's easier to, like, uh... what? It's actually... It's not easy to, um... What's what I'm looking for? Harvest for it's. I wouldn't say it's easy to harvest because you still have to like get the um grain, the, the granules, grain. Yeah, mm-hmm. you still got like degrain and stuff like that. But it's easy to get in bunches. Mm-hmm. So and it's a filler. It's filling. Yeah, it is. So yeah, so it's almost like it's, it's like spaghetti. Yeah, you no, need like no, and like, just do just yeah. ease of cooking. It's an like if, food. if you got a family of seven, yeah, or eight or nine yeah. or five, a lot right. of kids, yeah. you need to get a giant pot of rice. rice. Yeah. Whatever random protein and like gravy you have, you are yeah. done. And in yeah. poor Seasoning countries, up, you're done. The when you have like that. rice yeah. everywhere in the South, man, dude, yeah. you get meals that are easy for a lot of people to eat. Gumbo, like it's no, especially yeah, 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 yeah. easy yeah. to cook. Rice, gumbo, Eight done. You have a meal. Rice. Exactly. Yeah. You're right. 
with yeah, white like beans, red sauce, and rice. I don't know what etouffee with rice is. You do know what etouffee No. Mm-mm. Oh, please oh teach. God. I didn't know I what couscous was or crawfish etouffee. If you ever go to Louisiana, order crawfish etouffee, and I promise you will call me and you will thank me for telling you to order crawfish etouffee. It's like um. Crawfish etouffee is like a sauce, like it's almost like a, I don't want to say it's like a soup. Yeah. But typically there's rice, like a big thing of rice in the center of it, but it's made of crawfish tails. So it's like really sometimes like sweet, but a little bit spicy. It's really good. They used to serve it in, um, I forgot, I don't know if it was Bojangles or. um, It sounds like somewhere it would serve it. it, Yeah. But they, I don't know if it was Bojangles or Popeye. I thought you were talking about dirty rice. No, it's not dirty rice. No. We had it, Edward, when we were up north. In, um, Bojangles. It had to be Bojangles. We're up north. It was a toufet. And I used mm. to order that junk every time. It's so good. It's delicious. It's and I used to dip the biscuit in it. Oh, it's so good. There's different kinds. Like, it doesn't have to be crawfish, but, yeah, but that's just so the one sell I it down here? Classic. Yeah, it No, it you cannot cra- get yeah. crawfish a toufet. No, the one I had was crawfish. The toufet has to be French. It's classic. It's French. Yeah, yeah. it's French. Because I know toufet means to choke. And, like, um, yeah. when it comes to, like, food, you would toufet the food, which is, like, what my mom would do is she would lower the temperature and she would put like a bag over it. She'd like wet a plastic bag. Yeah. And she would put it over it to kind of keep the steam in. Yeah. Oh, I see. Tufe or choke the rice. But I know exactly what you're talking about because I used to eat yeah, it all the time. Yeah, it's really good. And it was crawfish a tufe. Mm. And it was yeah. the yeah. rice in the middle and the stuff was around, around it. it. Yep. Uh, and then you mix it. Yeah. You put the oh, rice in it. Oh, you just mix it, it all in. in. Yeah. Rice, oh, you just mix it, it as yeah, you want. Okay, okay. It was so good. Yeah. It's really good. And all right. I keep that in mind. I keep that in mind. Sometimes. Yeah. Like some potato. So future meals. Trey, do you want kids one day? Pressure. What I will say is that I think anyone who has the ability to stably live by themselves and like support themselves and support someone else and be comfortable with that. More often than not, I think a lot of people would actually be okay with having kids. But the issue is we live in reality and in reality, <laughs> it's extremely <laughs> hard to have a kid right now yeah. for anyone. Yeah. So whether I wanted to or not, that's not smart for me in the next like decade of my life. Yeah. There are plenty of people who right now are like, yeah, man, I have as many kids, you know, as we're comfortable. I'm like, that's great. Except you need to like, I want to be able to give my kids a good like childhood. Yeah. If I feel like I'm not safe with myself, yeah. I'm not going to then have a kid. And then I know for a fact, I will not be able to support them and give them the life that I would love to give them. Mm. And like we now the technology nowadays and the ability nowadays and support nowadays and people nowadays, I have family around me. Like there are people who can like, we can keep building together and support and see what the future looks like. So like we can plan for the future. We don't need to just, have a kid and hope that yeah, it'll be okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. we can literally see, Oh, this is what the world's about to get into. Okay. It's probably not smart to have a kid right now. Yeah. Like if I, if we had a kid, like, uh, I don't know, two, three months ago and out of nowhere, coronavirus. coronavirus. Yeah. Huh? That's awkward. <laughs> wow. Yeah. We have to deal with all yeah. forms of germs everywhere and still mm-hmm. have a kid and still go shopping for That's a kid. Right stuff. Now. That kid would never leave the house. Dude, what? Like I promise you, we'll leave nah. like, dude, when never, you leave the bed, ever, ever. Like a bubble. Even with them going, yeah, the young are unaffected. Nah, nah fam, I don't bubble. care. Yeah. I don't need to be the one in one trillion kids who yeah. mutates in. And I don't need that chance. Yeah. Okay. So like that, that's a worry. Wait, like, what dude, I'm worried about me right now. I'm worried about a relationship right now. I'm worried about life and work right now. I cannot even fathom trying to have a kid and worry about the kid's entire life right now. What if like, um, what if you had a kid and then the coronavirus happened, but then like he ended up being X-Men? 
See, that, that's oh great God. and fantastic, that's except we don't need to worry about that <laughs> because that's an extreme exception. <laughs> okay. Right? That's an extreme exception. No, the question is, which one? Yeah. yeah, uh, yeah if you go down Nightcrawler, bro, that's <laughs> beast. Nightcrawler's cool. <laughs> Nicole, do you want any kids? Um, Not really, no. No? <laughs> Same. I think it's tough on your age. Yeah. Same. There are always right like, now, like okay, I like, I'll some. be real. Like probably one of the largest things influencing my decision is that I just don't ever see myself in a position to provide the sort of life that my parents were able to provide me. Mm. I think that economically we are facing some challenges yes, that yes. have not been seen for a long time, and yep. I just I don't I don't even see myself owning a house like in the near future. So. It'll be a while. Yeah. Right. And like renting is just like such a black hole what? on your on your on your soul. income. Yeah. And your your soul you, yeah. you get nothing from it. You nothing. don't have yeah. property. This is why I'm staying at home. Right. Yeah. And you and just keep like, giving to it. Yeah. Right. And it's yeah. and you get nothing from it. There's no return value. So yeah. I just don't see myself being able to provide a future for a child that I think is really stable and like I'd love to be able to like because like when I was a kid we went to like the mountains and we went to Disney World Mm -hmm. and I saw things and I experienced things Mm -hmm. and I want to be able to do that for my kid but like I can't even afford to bring just myself on a trip right now like I can't afford to go to Disney World let alone bring me and my my little kid who's gonna like want to buy everything and be like oh I want a bell dress and I want this and I want that like me too and and <laughs> and, you know, of course, I don't want to spoil. I'm not saying yeah, I want to spoil my kid, right. but at the Me same too. time, like when I was a kid, like I like dressing up like a princess. Like I want my kid to be able to do yeah. that. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and I just don't see. And I mean, it's it's sad. I, I'm a teacher. Like I have a college degree. By all means, like we should be able to afford these things. Hmm. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I think it's crazy. Yeah. I paid literally like what thirty thousand dollars for same. this degree. Yeah, and they my really job doesn't even pay. It ain't shit. It I'm not using it. Yeah, my do- my job doesn't pay me what I'm worth. No. So it's it's just No, they don't. I don't see a financial future Same. achievable within like I do think that one day I will reach financial stability, but to be a teacher I've been working for like 15 years. Yeah. And by then um, I can't have kids. No, you won't want a kid, right? Yeah, I'll be like 40. Yeah. yeah, yeah. My <laughs> so cut off no age is 36. That's my cutoff age. If I don't have a kid by 36, I think that's that. Because and like, because <laughs> when you're older, I don't want to be chasing. Oh, I don't want to be like what? Yep. chasing, chasing a kids. Kid. Yeah, yep. yeah, yeah, just, bro, yeah. We just talked yeah. about it the other day. Yeah, because mm-hmm. we have some some friends that are um, older. They had kids when they were like 40, 40, mm-hmm. like 40, and now they're home with them and. You spend so long single without yeah. kids and did the, you know, we yeah. 40, 40 years on, without man. children. <laughs> you just wake up and think you're going to change this new culture easily. Yeah. Nah. It's more easier when you're in your 20s or 30s. Yeah. 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 Well, you wake up 40 with a child. Nah. Yeah. And then you, everybody do the classic math, add on 20. Yeah. 50, 60. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to be 60 years old when they walk across the high school yeah. graduation. Yeah. That's your That's granddad. No, yeah, that's my dad. Yeah. 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 I judge people who have kids like dummy late. That's right. At like 44, that's 45. Rough. I'm like, stop I've it. I've seen it. It's really rough. Some people are really yeah. fulfilled by children, though, and that's like what they want to do. Yeah. So Yo, like, they, like, power to them. Yeah, it's all, it comes down to finance. It, it, it does. It yeah. comes Because yeah, finance all dictates stability. your child's life. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. yeah. It yeah. dictates the it's foundation true. of your child's life. Mm-hmm. And it's foolish, I think, at this point to even try to argue otherwise. Like, yeah. Yeah. There's so much evidence backing up that your zip code determines where you go to college. Like, yeah. It determines everything. If you come from, I mean, a 
course there are people that make it. I'm not saying that people don't make it and people don't work hard, but like if you're growing up and you don't have access to the internet, how are you going to know how to apply for college? You're not. You're not. You know, it's just like there's so many barriers yeah. created by not having access well. and not having access attributes to not being wealthy. Mm-hmm. So if I can't give my kid access, then I just yeah. don't. Same. I'm with you. I don't. Screw, it screws them over. I don't no matter what. And also, like right some now. like selfish things too. Like I like where I am in life. Like this is the first time I'm able to like afford to like take dance and like focus mm-hmm. on myself. And like mm-hmm. if I were to have a child, I'd have to give all of that up. Yeah. And it's 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 a and considering there's already so much yeah and there's so much instability already in the world and I'm finally just starting to feel like I'm understanding who I am as a person mm-hmm. to then bring a child into that mix too. Yeah. It's just a lot. Children are a burden. I know it's not said much because people want to be like, oh, kids are God, give them God. Well, real. Like, that's cool. They're hard. burden. Technically, it's not by easy definition, to be a parent. They're, they're a burden on you yeah, and you your account. For sure, they're burden. All the circumstances yes. of yeah. having a child. Like yes, that. they're you stringent. to go on the run. <laughs> yeah. It's true. And that changes Yo, everything. Yeah. If there's a zombie movie and they if hear sounds very well, okay, yeah. that's all I'm saying. You have a kid. Bro, it's hard to literally that's survive. Everything revolves around that. That's, that's why Quiet like, Place sucked to me. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. That movie sucks. Bro, yeah. you, have, you have a good movie and they're like, let's make it interesting and throw in a child who's belligerent sucks. and that doesn't sucks. listen to anything. I'm like, why are you War of the Worlds. War of the yes. Worlds yeah. is a big example. Y'all, why are y'all why? having sex in this? What are you doing? In this <laughs> apocalypse? What are you doing? What are you doing? Coming back to focus. My mind can't even focus on Oh my God, the babies and Walking Dead. Are you going to focus on that? Come on, bro. My shit not working. Right when I'm like, I'm about to die if you say one thing. <laughs> right? If I get the right angle, you hear the uh, <laughs> We're dead. <laughs> like, come on. Game over. That's terrible. How did they have a child? Yeah. I, I was curious. In general. Oh, like, you know what? My bad. Now I just, I just thought back to what happened in the very beginning of that movie. Mm. That's why they had a child. Who cares? Oh yeah, because other kid yeah. died. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, not good enough. Not, that wasn't good enough for me though. Yeah, I thought about it. Wasn't but good I know now. It's not a reason. It's not a good reason. Deterrent. That's a deterrent. That's true. It should have been. It should have been right. He was too young and unwise, and he made a stupid choice because we can't have we can't watch him twenty four seven. He's gonna make choices when we can't see him. Yeah, it's a deterrent, dude. I'm sorry. Did you see Quiet Place? Yeah, yeah, I saw. Yeah, yeah. It was neat. The monsters were dope. Again, kids were in the movie. Also, don't put them in don't the put movie. Them and I guess this is like a society thing, too, because I always see people talking about, like, pregnant women and how beautiful it is to be pregnant and, like, Whoa, the pregnancy crap. glow. And I'll tell you right now, <laughs> so nothing seems more awful to me than being pregnant. <laughs> like, really I, pain, I have read about it and Dude. people talk about it. And I'm like, that thing is he- so heavy. You gain a lot of weight. Your feet swell up. Like, and then you have to literally go through labor and, like, push this thing out of your vagina. Like, no. I just, try strapping, not strapping the weight of a child to your body Mm-mm. and walk around with that all day. No. Mm-mm. And try carrying the child of a six foot three man. That's no. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to not say G-G. that maybe Michelle traumatized me when she told me the story of Trey's birth, but like, I know I can see the ratio. Wow. <laughs> and like, I know Trey was a large child. And we I, make I, big I'm children. Like, you should talk doctor, to my mom. The doctor literally was like, this is probably the biggest baby I've ever delivered. How much did he weigh? Trey was nine pounds, 11 ounces. Oh, that's crazy. He was 22 no. inches long. I was 11 he pounds, tall. nine ounces. Yeah. yeah. Really? And Trey was nine, 11. Yeah, he was I was 10 pounds. Inches long. 
that was like the thick they, babies. Yeah. That was a huge shot. I was born on Saturday. The doctor told me traumatic day one when he did the ultrasound. He's yeah. like, this kid's gonna have some big feet. Size <laughs> well, so fifteen, y'all. Yeah, talk to him. Talk to him, Key. That's a fact. They've been big yeah. forever. My mom told me I was born on Saturday at ten a.m. I was 10 pounds. Yeah, yeah big baby. For sure, for sure. So I'm just saying, for the record, like, I may not be a woman, but like, vaginas are like, you can see what a vagina is, and like, 10 pounds going through that seems really painful. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Like, it like, basic. Awful. Basic yeah, like, facts. God made it like that. That's what great. I anyway, because it didn't work for me. Look, that's 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 neat and dandy. If I stab myself in the arm, yeah. okay, pain's pain. Nah, God made pain. He knows what pain is. Pain's pain. Like I, I don't get that. I'm sorry. Pain Network is pain. I see I had people to have screaming. Like emergency C-section. Yeah. Women literally mm, die from yeah. trying to get birth. Like that and dude. That that's wild to me. Like, when you almost die, people, people do you, die. You, you, you almost died. Well, I almost died. Mm-hmm. I knew at that moment, like, I'd never wanted to have that child. That's why. Yeah. Like, yeah. when, when the doctor was like, yeah, we're going to This is her. an actual battle then, for your the life. The doctor was like, um, we need to decide if we're going to save her or the baby. I was like, oh, no. Mm-mm. Cut him out. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cut him out. Nope. Leave. Tag him. Nah. I think um, my godson's mom had a C section too. Yeah. Yeah, I know I know a couple people who had C sections. They're like, nah, I'm not doing that. I'm there's not just so many things to do it again. Yeah. And like yeah. people are and there's just so many factors. Like when my mom was having me, like she was in the hospital and she was like dilated and the they weren't even paying attention to her and she kept feeling like she needed to have the baby and like right. push. Yeah. And and she kept calling the doctors and they were like, No, 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 you're not you're yeah. not ready. And my grandma was there, and finally, my grandma was like, "No, like this, something's not right." If she's having, um, she mm-hmm. she was looking at the monitor. She's like, "I'm seeing the contractions. Like she needs to have this baby right now." Mm-hmm. And then she went and got this nurse, and the nurse was like, "Oh my god, like yeah, you need to be having this baby. This is crazy. We should have already started this." Like, Dang. and then by that point in time, my mom had lost like the urge to push. No, and so then things like started going wrong, and like so it just and then they were supposed to give her an epidural, but because they mess up the timeline they gave her the yeah. spinal tap but they never gave her the epidural so oh, she ended up fuck. having to have a natural birth oh and then like God. it was just very like fully natural like oh. no drugs oh. no drugs nah. and then I nah. came out and I had jaundice and I was like turned yellow or something yeah, right yeah, after yeah. Being born. Yep. no that wasn't me jaundice. that was my brother and he had to be in the suitcase mm. there was like this little light room that they put him in to try and cure him yeah my guys had jaundice my mom was sick when she had me they put him under a light like an incubator yeah yeah that's what they did don't tell me that crap's freaky like the huh, 21st century, we know things now. Yeah. And like yeah. the fact that we yeah. know so much about what goes through, yeah. like what happens to women during birth. Change. Dude, yeah. that is literally scary to me. Like, yep. I'm a person who like believes in like anatomy and germs and like what muscles do and like how many variables really have to work for your body to actually function every day. Yeah. Dude, a birth is so many it's stressors on you. It's a lot, bro. Dude, like that's your crazy. organs move while you're pregnant. It's a lot. Yeah, they, they literally shift. shift. That's yeah. crazy. And it's like extremely, and then that's why women get so sick and stuff during the first trimester is because they're Things like, the around. whole body is changing, getting ready for this creature. Yeah. It's <laughs> it's no, here's, here's the hard part. Alien. When it's all done and the excitement of having a new kid is over and everyone leaves, and you're the parent. And you suck. Yeah. You're the parent. That's my favorite there you part. Go, buddy. You get the lead. There you go, buddy. There you go. Yeah, everybody's now gone. Yeah. My favorite part is when I leave. That's why I like playing with other people's pets no, and other people's kids. I get to yeah. give it back. Give it back. When you do have a baby, though, and you're in the hospital, I think what really got me terrified was um, when you're in the hospital, after you have the baby, and they take it. And yeah. you're just sitting there like, you're like, <laughs> 
And you okay? I'm gonna kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah. I, I remember, I was like, Can, can, can I get that, bro? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me know that. Yeah, you don't know. Don't really mix them up. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Which happens, by the way. You try to like, you try to see like what's on the baby that you can remember. Yeah. So I was looking for like a birthmark. Because that crap really happens. They take them. They do. They actually do that. That's true. Take them and they put them in this room with other babies. Yeah. Yeah. And they all look alike. Yeah. See? And you're like, I don't know which one's mine anymore. I don't know if they do that anymore. Uh, yeah, they do, do they really? yeah. yeah, they do. But like, if I was to have a child, I would not do it in a hospital. Like, <laughs> no, it's gotta right. be in the I house, right? Dude, no, have, I would on, do man. it with like a like a, with a good wet nurse, a yeah. midwife, yeah. yeah, or a midwife. Oh, and yeah. I would either do it like at a birthing center, like within like a water birth, or like at mm. my own home. Because and like because with modern medicine, like you could probably get to a hospital like within 15 minutes. Yeah, if it really started going wrong. And if you're with someone who's literally like midwives, that's what they the do. Time. They yeah. deliver yeah. babies. Job, yeah. But like, there's so much like laying down on your back, for example, like it's not conducive to giving birth. Your body's supposed to work like with gravity. So, right. Like, yeah. like yeah. back yeah. in the day, women used yeah. to like stand. Yeah. Squat, yeah. It makes and sense. And the baby would come on right out. Like, yeah. Yeah. It was yeah. so much faster. But now because the doctor's like, I need to see what's going on. <laughs> and, like, you know? And he's like, put you in. That's like the soul. Just get under him, bro. <laughs> yeah. But that's like straight up. They like will have their arms out. Like, yeah. Go for it. Like, you know? And you just drop the baby. But like, it's just, it seems like, I don't know. I, I just hospitals like and the fact that they take your kid away from you yeah. like right after you have it that's so well, scary no I've heard a lot of people like criticize like, and you need oh, the yeah. skin to skin like no, no. I and, and then they charge you for that too by the way yeah, yeah. oh and having a baby given oh, the child that was inside of me yeah. I must now be charged to hold that child yeah, that was just yeah. that's crazy dude the dude, fact that you do all of that day, yeah back in the day Trey's birth was not cheap I want to say between fifty to eighty thousand dollars. I'm sorry. What? what? Yeah. I'm sorry. What? Remember though. I'm sorry. Wait, 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 wait. Uh, but I had a C-section. Yeah. Her. Oh, that cost more. So, yeah. and I, I was in labor for seven over seventeen hours. Oh, that cost a lot more. Well, yeah. Check this out now. Remember, we're in our twenties. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Look at where you are That's now. Look yeah. at your income. Yeah. No, yeah. I would never. I made three thirty-five every first yeah. to fifteen. Yeah, we were set. Jeez, three thirty-five. Balling. Yeah. So I feel you. Yeah. yeah. I totally feel you. Dude, no we, thanks. We got it like an extra hundred dollars, and we we're like, we're getting over. <laughs> yeah. Man, when I went back, I put myself on child support just to try to get extra money. Do <laughs> the military. Yeah. Wow. It was. Yeah. Back then. Damn, see, then it was the life. Babies are expensive from beginning to never ending. Yeah, yeah. that's what they say. Remember what I told you? That when we get out, they go at three zero to your age. Mm-hmm. That's what you need to make in order to be at least comfortable. You know, getting around. If you have a child at three zeros to their age, start adding them up. Oh my god! Start adding them up, and that's how we use as our baseline for income. Because I remember when I came out, you don't know how much to ask for in an interview. You have no idea. And your goal yeah, is three zeros to your age. I always try to add to your age. Yeah. I do want to ask you guys, what do you think, like, someone could take out of this whole conversation about parenting? Um, Like, is it easy? No. Or no. is there one way to parent? No. P- parenting is a burden, but you must, must, must understand it is a burden that you can either allow it to be a bad Burden or a good burden. Mm. Plenty of burdens that are challenges. All right. It working out is literally the process of moving burdens until you're stronger. Yeah. That's what working out is. 
any like almost anything you do in life, it, are you gonna make it a burden that makes you stronger? Yeah, my stomach a burden right now, bro. Facts. And, and majority, and, but the issue is when it comes to a kid. Yeah. The majority of the time, yeah, it's gonna be a burden on your financials, you on your stability, right? on your like yeah. your own mental stability. Yeah. You gotta. Is it gonna be a burden that you can handle? Are you prepared for that burden? Mm. You know. There's a lot yeah. of things to consider, but I think like ultimately like having children is extremely fulfilling and like i'm a teacher like so i experience kids all the time my kids are really cool and like Mm -hmm. the idea of being a parent and getting to experience watching someone else become a person like that's an experience that is obviously life-changing that's a beautiful but i think that because of the way that our world is today unfortunately the concept of even being able to do that is becoming more and more mm. inaccessible. Yeah. And so I think that that's, it's just, things are just changing. It's Would just you guys ever foster a kid? If Anyone I had the you? financial means, yeah. yeah. Again, stability, man. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like it goes for anything. If you're trying to take care of something yeah. and you are not stable, how can you take care of that's it? So I don't have pets. I would say the same thing. If it's a pet, Two dude, if it's know. just a freaking garden, yeah. if you aren't stable as a person, sure. your garden's going to die. Yeah, I can't If you're not stable, yeah, that's yeah. what I'm saying. You know, if anything is, if it's a living being, and it must be taken care of. You got to know that you are stable enough to take care of it. Because if right. you're not, it will die. You know, like you that, think, yeah. humans are communal creatures. If we, when we're born, if no one's taking care of us, we die. That's a fact. There are plenty of animals in the animal kingdom that are just born and then live. And they just yeah, go on living. Sent out humans ain't wild. that. Yeah. <laughs> humans are not that. We yeah. mo- we are very social creatures. You can't send out humans by themselves in this capitalism world. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. What do you guys think? I, don't know, I think it comes to uh, like a lot of it comes to discipline, mm. not just for the parent, but for the kids too. how they discipline the kids, you know, like raising the child mm. and, and taking care of the child. Facts. And like they said, it's dangerous out there. Facts. You know? yep. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like life in general is out to get us. So you got to like watch out for your kids. So I feel like people can have kids, but you have to, watch them and like nowadays with the internet yeah, you know a lot of kids on the internet yeah, oh, so we did many not. that was my next question but we, we were oh, right. we that's the whole conversation yeah, man. Like, yeah, yeah. About that. now it's not just okay i watched my kid like you know back then you know my neighborhood was so big but mm-hmm. i didn't realize that because i played on two streets <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying now yeah. i can't there's neighborhoods know, all like, around yeah, us man. i can't like ain't no outside Cause I don't know. Ain't no outside. That's crazy. My neighbors could be cycling. Niggas getting snatched up. Like on the street. Like you can't do it. Can't do it. Do you wish you had another child? Yes, I do. Mm. Yes. What about you, Ed? I see children as a blessing and a curse that we create. And, um, they are a reflection of both parents, the good and bad, because they're the result of the decisions we made. So, it, when we talk about the finance aspect of it goes back to that's the quantitative factor. But when you compare that quantitative factor to the quality factor of the love that's in you and you go, I'm willing to die for it. All of a sudden, the quantitative factor shrinks. You know, I could be I look at my father. We were pissed, poor, broke. Yeah. Five kids. But man, I told you it's the only world I know. Mm. It's the only world I know. And to me, it was magical. When you going down the swamp killing squirrels, you know, it's, it's magical. I'm with my daddy. You we see what that. I mean? So you could be rock bottom broke 
But for your child that's born into that world, yeah, mm-hmm. they don't know anything else. Yeah. Oh, they straight up do not. They don't they know straight anything else. They straight up don't. No. Hence, we are yeah. the ones. Yeah, not until they're older. That realize and that yeah. knows yeah. that financially we yeah. can't afford them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yell yeah. at my sister, my little sister, all the time when my mom asks her to do something light, and she's like, "Man, I'm like, man, you better go help your mom. She's do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They don't know. She's yeah. like, she just turned eighteen. She's just trying. Now she's trying to be. I mean, not live her life. But remember, like I said, it's a it's a still a, a yeah. blessing and a curse in the sense that they're a reflection of us and our and the result of our decisions. Yeah. So giving them support, you're right. If you have that child too long, it, even though they can find happiness in coming up in poverty, what choice did we make? Right. That they had to come up in poverty. Yeah. We had a, a chance and opportunity to increase ourselves a little more so that that same child born, like, it's a big difference out of myself and my baby brother. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> myself and my baby brother. Yeah, Brian. You see what I mean? We had two different lives. Okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah, when you come up eating that block of government cheese and then by the time he comes along and, all you know, the older ones are going to college and, Mom and daddy could finally get a Hershey bar on the table and <laughs> not be one that's divided, but we could get two or three. Yeah. You like, whoa, we come home and like, why he get all that? What he rich now? <laughs> you know, he rich, we all go. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's the choice. And it's when you have it, it's suffering. Yeah. But it's like suffering when you're working out. Right. And when you look at the results, yeah. it's beautiful. I want to clarify because you asked me if I would have more children. Yeah. I definitely wanted more children. Yeah, that's what I mean. But yeah, it ain't, it ain't the, really. The thing <laughs> is, and again, I, I know as a parent, like you got to think about this stuff. Mm-hmm. Like for me, I had a very difficult pregnancy. Right. Yeah. And so that, like every time I thought about it, I was like, I almost you. died. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She would have had to get a smaller that's, man. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that literally determined my my choice. Yeah. Even though, and I know I tell everyone, I wish we had more kids. <clears throat> Listen, I don't care what I say about <laughs> it. Ain't true. When I really sit down yeah. and you think about it, yeah. I'm like, oh. Well, nah, his yeah, son that's dark. His son that's dark yeah. on that same right. point. Right. It, it, you don't, uh, it sucks saying it in front of him. But when your woman is having your child and those complications ha- happen, you do have that difficult decision to make yeah. when it comes in there, something happening. Yeah. Who yeah. you choose. If you're in love with her, you always say, I can have another child. Yeah. So if I got to choose one, I'm going to pick her. Yeah. You see what I mean? But that decision echoes for a lifetime. Yeah, it sure does. Well, listen, when I when I was in labor, mm-hmm. almost dying, yeah. my mother, because oh my God, I, <laughs> I had to make the choice. Yeah. And yeah. the doctors asked her if you, you know, you might have she to She's like, give me that baby. She could she yeah, should be all right. She'll be all right. <laughs> oh Lord, my son, my grandson. I was, I was sitting there, I was laying there and, and I grabbed her. I don't forget, I grabbed like if you have to choose, because <laughs> I was sleeping. Yeah. I'm like, you need to choose me. You better choose. Look, listen, I'll tell you for everyone, like, listen, a child is not born yet. Care about yourself. 
listen to what airplanes literally tell you. <laughs> Put the oxygen mask on yourself so first, then you can help others. If you can't help yourself, how are you going to help others? Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Dude, if you I ain't living, how are you going to help the kid? I'll never let her live it down because she paused. Mm. Can't hesitate with that. She hesitated. Like, hmm. I mean, it is a tough choice, though. It is a tough no, choice. No, it's not. It's not a tough choice, y'all. Let the baby die. You don't know them. You don't know them. They're not alive. You do not know them. You've never, never known them. I'm thinking about it. They never played a game with you. It's a tough choice. I'm sitting next to you. It's like I told you. You always had had a decision first. Doctor asked her that question, and I knew, like, I was out, and I I hear things. I'll wake you up out of coma. Literally out of my sleep. In her mind, she's like, check mark. Oh, I'm going to remember this. I'm going to remember this. Don't worry. Yeah. Then I thought about foster kids. I would never have foster kids because I don't know where they come from. I would have foster kids. They make all those some, Someone I know. Yeah, if your child is yeah. Jeffrey Dahmer. I got to know where they come Awkward. from. Yeah. I got to know all their history. Well, I mean, you can foster a kid from like different age groups. I mean, like I would foster a kid. Like a baby, they they have no like outside. Yeah, yeah, baby, yeah, baby, yeah, not yeah, like a thirteen yeah, year old. Yeah. yeah, that would be. I think it would be more challenging. Yeah. You need to go to sleep. Yeah, that's um, that's difficult. I'm gonna yeah. lock you in. <laughs> like that's difficult. Surprise. I think Miss uh, Wilson ended up like fostering a kid for a hot minute while she was a teacher. He was just one of her students. Was, oh, like, get out of town. Yeah, really like. Oh wow! Had a really bad family life, and she kept Dang, seeing first him. First of all, I miss like, Leslie. She would like see him outside of school, just sitting there, and like he would, used to lie and like say someone was coming to pick him up, and, and stuff. no one would go. And she would, and finally she was like, "I'll give you a ride," and he was like, "No, no, no, I'm good." And so like he, but she talked to him, and, and he, they went to this house, and all, all the lights were off, and he was like, "Yeah, I'll just go in the back." And she was like, "You don't even know who lives here, do you?" Yeah. And he just didn't have anywhere to go, and so they. That's the blind side. Yeah. Uh, oh my God, and yeah. so she just ended up. She, she fostered him for like years, and he was a he was in his she she was a high school teacher then I want to say so he he was older he was a teen. and she had Ladonna and Ladonna was young like yeah. eleven or twelve and people like she said people like criticized her because they were like bringing this like teenage boy into your yeah. house with your daughter but. He was very, he was like just so thankful, I guess, that she had done that for him. Yeah. He was, he was just super respectful, wow. never broke the rules, nothing. And they still like are in contact today. Yeah, Dang, that's awesome. Yeah. Isn't that yeah. crazy? Dang. Hi, Leslie. Yeah. Hi, Leslie. Hi, Leslie. I miss you, Leslie. You listen, uh, call me. <laughs> I think, um, I think children are a great piece of growth that people can, um, learn from and people can be better for only when they're ready. Um, Sometimes there's no being ready. Sometimes you forget you don't strap up and the kid just happens. True. And you have to make yourself ready. So, uh, listeners, please plan your pregnancies if you can. Um, I have one final note before we got to go. What? Something I tell all my kids all the time. What is it? Um, not my children. Like I teach. I teach yeah, middle schools yeah, and high schoolers. Yeah. So y'all know. Anyways, something I tell the kids all the time, which I think is just really important for everyone to also know to the kids. Please remember that this is also your parents' first time being their age. Yeah. Okay. They literally are also learning everything that's happening at this very moment, the, the exact same time. The at, like separate the fact that they are adults and you're the child, or that you're growing and they're your parent. Also realize that technology in the world is advancing yeah. while they are also trying to do that. Yeah. It's their first time also dealing with the 21st yeah. century. It's also their first time dealing with like not segregation. A lot of times, like just those little things a lot of kids forget and they'll not understand why their parents are thinking a certain way well dude 60 years ago I would be hung for trying to do certain things yeah. like my parents would be fought and like shot for trying to do certain that's a fact in America Yeah. and so just a generation or two later 
we got to remember that our parents is their first time also seeing the current day and age. Right. And it's, their, uh, it's a lot of parents first time also being a parent. Yeah. So kids don't be as mean you know, to them. Yeah. They're also struggling trying to figure out how to make your life a bit better. Yeah. As much as um, as much as I it's, I struggle to be cool. With my dad was like a, a friend and also a father figure. I also realize he's just human. As we all are, parents are just, they're just people. Yeah, people. To be honest, they're just people that are just kind of like slotted into this position of raising <laughs> another person. They don't know how to do it. They just kind of learn as they went, yeah. as most parents do. There's no manual. There's no, yeah, there's like, now, as an yeah. adult, I realize like how I always, as a child, felt like adults had it together. And now that I'm an adult, nah. I realize that adults not at all. do not have it together. None they never had that shit Literally together. none of us, bro. <laughs> like yeah. people that I thought I were really mature now that I'm an adult, I'm like, wow, uh, you are a hot mess. And <laughs> I, I 15 minutes before I have to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah. It's, so it's like, it's just, I don't know. I, I agree. Yeah. There's a lot of marriage. There's just so much. Like, yeah. People are just, pe- people are human. People, people, people like, there's no right way to parent. Parents yeah. are going to make mistakes and as a child mm-hmm. you have to decide yeah. if that mistake is something that you can forgive but same thing with parents Ch- children are going to make mistakes they're going to hurt you you know and do things that aren't right and you have to decide as a parent if you're willing to yeah. forgive your kid mm-hmm. yeah man because at the end of the day you always got to realize like, yeah. like it ain't the, it's not the kid's fault for existing as well like it isn't the kid exists now and they're trying to just live their life and exist every day the same as the parents are now trying to do in the end, uh, kids suck, but are also cool. Yeah. <laughs> Depending on how you That's feel. That's fair. Uh, okay. Nicole, thanks for coming. Oh, thanks for having me. Yeah, man, you come back um, any other time that I text you. Don't come randomly. <laughs> if you don't know what the topic will be weird. I'm going to be random. show up randomly all the time. Please, definitely. Definitely do. Um, bit, you know. Listeners, please prepare your pregnancies. Don't do that thing like, you know, that you all do and just have random kids. Don't do that. I hate seeing that. When people that. just have random kids or... People have kids try to keep another person. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. You just have derelict parents. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, yeah. Don't do it. It never works. Right. It never works. Stop that. It's a lot about nothing. Thank you for listening.